Hey, it's Elvis. You know, more American families are texting each other 6,000 times a day to talk about things like, what's for dinner? I made that up. But if it was true, everyone would go nuts for the new unlimited and more premium plan from AT&T. This plan includes unlimited talk, data, texting about all your dinner plans, plus 30 channels of live TV. Plus, you can add one of seven entertainment bonuses, HBO, Showtime, and more, all on your phone. Visit your nearest AT&T store today. After 22 gigabytes per line per month, AT&T may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Video may be limited to standard definition. Content subject to change. Restrictions apply. Elvis Duran in the morning. Oh, wow! It creates toxicity. Oh my god, this is freaking crazy. Whoa, what's crazy about it? Elvis Duran in the morning. We're all psycho. Popping bottles, I'm on a boat, bitch. Oh, I think I saw him. What's this? What is Sure, those are milk duds. Yes. Can I say hello, lady? Hello. Concert last night, Justin Timberlake at Madison Square Garden in New York City. That was hot. And damn, let me tell you, boyfriend is looking good. Yeah, he is. Oh. Hold on. Whoa. It was really that good. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you for indulging. It was. Uh, Unbelievable. Can you imagine, though, since he was in New York last night, if they had done Beep in a Box, like the finale, the crowd would have gone I don't know. ridiculous. I think he crazy. could have done anything last night. It would have worked. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Justin Timberlake, for the best concert ever. Nice. I know people are texting you like, come on, bro. Play something else. <laughs> hey, guess what? No. <laughs> <laughs> you need to play another song. No. You can't make me. Man. <laughs> it was really that good. Uh, let's get going. Our first caller of the day. I'm so sorry, Katina. You've been on hold for so long. Thank you for indulging. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, last night, Justin Timberlake, it was good. Katina, just hear me out. It was good to go out to see a show at Madison Square Garden where we weren't working. We could just play. Yeah. And it was so much oh, fun. I can imagine. Oh, he was great. He was great. <laughs> Katina, uh, I know that you're commuting. You commute a really long distance to school every day, right? Yeah, I commute almost two hours to school. Oh my you're commuting so far. I, we, we, you're commuting so far. We can't hear you. It's like, it's like you're in outer space. Well, look. Uh, like so, did you, you commute two hours each way, or one hour that way and one hour back home? No, two hours both ways. Oh, oh my wow. god. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, look. I, I know, whatever you just said. Hey, look, uh, I know that you're getting your master's in nutrition. You're becoming a dietitian. We could use the official dietitian on the morning show. So whatever yeah, you're in the neighborhood. Yes, please. Yeah. Oh, I would totally love to help you guys out. I'm actually trying to start my own business. Oh, good. So oh, wow. what, what would you focus on with your dietitian business, nutrition business? Um, so I'm really trying to help people um, who have kind of like illnesses in general. Uh, my father actually got me into it. He has Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. So I try to, so ever since then, that's what got me into my career. And right. um, I'm just trying to kind of bread it, bread it out into that um, field. Well, I know. Look, I know the phone sounds kind of weird. Uh, but I will tell you that 
nutrition's fantastic, especially when healing. You can heal with food. That's like when I have a hangover. Yeah. I love French fries. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if that's on your on your lesson plan today. <laughs> well, look, Katina, we're going to send you an Elvis Duran shirt since you are the first caller of the day. Katina, nutrition. Yeah. Katina. Disco fries. All right. Around the room. We'll start with you, Danielle. What's on your mind before the show gets going? So, my two favorite nights of the year on Dancing with the Stars are Disney night and Halloween night. Wasn't Disney night the other night? Disney night was last night. Nobody got voted off because it's Disney night. Okay. Bobby Bones and Sharna made me so happy. They did Little Mermaid. He was Prince Eric. She was Ariel. It was so good. I'm going to tweet it out for you at Danielle Monero. I mean, who hasn't done Little Mermaid? Well, (laughs) but I got to tell you, if you're in a bad mood, you watch Disney night on Dancing with the Stars and you walk away happy. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Disney just, I mean, I know I'm a Disney head, but Disney just puts a smile on your face. It's How can just it not? fantastic. I, I am the same way. Yeah. It is, it's engineered to do that. Yeah. So, like, Gandhi, you feel the same way? I have a whole station on my phone of just Disney music that when I'm feeling bad, I'm like, yes, I will listen to Pocahontas. Well, guess what, Seriously, Danielle? Yeah. Well, you know what? Whatever you said, zippity doo dah to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, you know, if you played zippity doo dah, and we may start the show with that tomorrow, nice. You'll see how happy you'll be. All right, well, cool. So no one yeah. voted off because it's Dis- Disney night. It's Disney night. There Uh-oh. you go. Yeah. Hey, so what's up, Gandhi? Well, I officially get to start moving into my new apartment tomorrow. And as a result of that, I have started to make a to-do list. And I never realized how great it felt to make a to-do list and actually cross things off of it. So I've been adding things to it just to cross it off. I feel so accomplished. I feel like everyone should try it. Make a to-do list of things you can easily accomplish. Cross it off. You're going to feel great. Well, nice. You can actually add them as you're doing them and then yeah. cross them off. I do that. So you see lines of accomplishment. Yeah, and like take a nap. Done. All right. So I guess you're going to Target <laughs> soon because when you get a new apartment, you got to go to the Target. It. And oh. Ikea. Don't forget Ikea. Okay. What's up with you, Froggy, in beautiful South Florida? Elvis, why do we lie to people when we're taking a nap? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> when, the, when the phone rings and you, you say, no, yes. I was awake already. Yes. <laughs> Yesterday afternoon, I laid down to take like a quick little 30, 45-minute nap. Phone rings, I answered it, and they're like, hey, did I get, were you sleeping? I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm awake, what, what, what do you need? And I sound like, a, it's obvious that you just, why do we do that? Because we don't want people to know we sleep, because that's admitting we're human. Right. right. I don't understand that, and I'm, so I tried to convince this person that I wasn't napping, and in the end, I'm like, hey, guess what? I was I was, I was hey, guess what? Asleep. If you call me when I'm napping, points off for you. Yeah. Daddy needs a nap. You're supposed to know I'm napping. Right. Oh, okay, well, look, at, uh, okay, so when you call Frog, he sounds a little out of it, he's napping. Right. Yeah. Or right. he's just in his natural state. <laughs> what, 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 Nate? We should really take a break <laughs> and then come back with horoscopes and news. Uh, okay. I'm just saying. I love how he says it in such a nice tone, yeah, so maybe very... you won't get mad at him. I was excited Chipper. about my horoscopes. I am too. Why do we, let's go commercial free today. <laughs> Blow them all out. Will you call someone at accounting and tell yeah. them we're going commercial free today? <laughs> like all right, well, straight Nate finally decided to make a decision, so uh, I'm going to follow his lead. We're going to take a break, so producer Sam, yes. just hang on. All right, I'll be here. You have double duty next. I'm ready. Uh, we'll be back. Are you ready for your Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, God, you know what? You must have the most relaxing job. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Ready for the next level of Unlimited? Get Unlimited Wireless. Over 30 live channels plus an entertainment bonus like HBO or Showtime, all with the new Unlimited and more premium plan from AT&T. After 22 gigabytes per line per month, AT&T may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Video may be limited to standard definition. Content subject to change. Restrictions apply. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Such a busy day. Our buddy Charlemagne the God is coming in. Book number two for Charlemagne is called Shook One. Anxiety playing tricks on me. It really is a fantastic read. And he does it in his, t- well, typical Charlemagne 
style, Fashion. which is fantastic. <laughs> but he's talking about mental health yeah. from his point of view. You have to actually open it up, and he'll tell you how he found his therapist. Wow. We'll talk to him later this morning. Busy day. Let's get into, what are we getting into? Horoscopes. Oh, okay. So, uh, Sam, producer Sam. courtroom's out of order. Yeah, we are running so late because I did 20 minutes of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> and that was great. Who doesn't want to do Justin Timberlake for 20 minutes? I, I walked into the other room, and, and, uh, and uh, Garrett said, you know, I love his concert. He worked the whole arena. And I said, he worked my whole arena. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm Girl. bummed. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> Anyway, okay, horoscopes. Who do you wish to do horoscopes with? The people have spoken, and I would love to do them with Scary today. Scary! All right, all right. Let's let's get going. You kick it off, boo-boo. All right, well, first of all, happy birthday to Ryan Reynolds, 41 years old today. All right, fellow Capricorns, the universe is putting out transitional energy. Now is the time for change. Your day is a nine. Aquarius, positivity is in the air. It's finally time to unlock your true inner self and be free. Your day's an eight. Pisces, is embrace the mood you're in. Engage your mind rather than let your heart take control. Your day is a seven. Aries, your optimism is inspiring. Remember that humor will take care of any problems that arise. Your day's a ten. Taurus, you may feel unfocused and scattered. Try to concentrate a little more on yourself. You deserve it. Your day is a nine. Gemini, everyone runs to you for advice. Trust your judgment when helping others. They may help you in the future. Your day's a ten. Cancer, you've been going through a state of confusion lately. Don't be afraid to ask for help when needed. Your day, a seven. Hey, Leo, nothing can slow you down. You're energetic and charismatic. Keep showing the world what you have to offer. Your day's a 10. Virgo, a past failure may have you beating yourself up. Don't obsess over it. Learn from it and move on. Your day, an eight. Libra, you may not know how to handle a recent situation. Take some time to meditate and reflect. Your day's a nine. Scorpios, you may be getting attention from a special someone. Your continued effort is paying off. Your day, a 10! And Sagittarius. Uh, I had to do it like Nate. <laughs> An homage. Too much pressure on the job could leave you feeling stressed. Take some time for yourself. Your day is a 7, and those are your Tuesday morning horoscopes. Excellent. Okay, Sam, don't leave. Okay. We're going to do some headlines with Gandhi. We had to kind of rearrange everything to fit, you know, my little fit that I had earlier. <laughs> my, just, my JT fit. Get we'll get into headlines real quick, and then we'll get back to feel goods with you. All so, right, all right, your turn to burn. Go. All right. Hurricane Willa is set to make landfall along the southwestern coast of mainland Mexico later today. Forecasters say the Category 4 storm is going to bring storm surges, wind, and rain to parts of Mexico. It will then weaken and roll into Texas later in the week. Weird how Mother Nature, she can give us the most beautiful days ever, and she can also just take all that beauty away. So much respect for her. President Trump says the U.S. is continuing to work with Saudi Arabia and Turkey to get to the bottom of the death of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Trump says he spoke to the crown prince in Saudi Arabia and is not satisfied with what he's heard so far. A bomb was found at the New York home of billionaire philanthropist George Soros. The device was discovered in a mailbox. A police bomb squad did detonate it. The FBI has taken over that case. And the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. has officially confirmed that five of its 16 most valuable artifacts are not real. They're not going to display them any longer, and the artifacts are part of the historic Dead Sea Scrolls. They're being called fake after some tests were run, saying, nope, there's no ancient dust here. You know what mom always said? You got to test your scrolls. <laughs> got to test them. <laughs> is that what mom said? Mom always said that. <laughs> A replica of the Titanic is going to set sail in 2022. They say it's going to trace the exact same route as the original, which sank in 1912. I'm not hopping on the Titanic. No, 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 no,
the lifeboats will be up to speed this time. Okay. Just in case. And don't forget tonight, Mega Millions, $1.6 billion up for grabs. If you win and take the cash prize, you walk with $904 million. I'm in. Wow. I'm yeah. in. Thank you, Gandhi. You're welcome. Uh, all right, feel goods. It's all you, Producer Sam. Who are we talking about today? All right, so today's Feel Goods was submitted by our very own Brody, who showed me a story about an 18-year-old from Michigan. Dalton Schaffer is a manager at Steve's Pizza in Battle Creek, and last Friday received a phone call from a man whose son-in-law was diagnosed with cancer. Rich Morgan, who now lives in Indianapolis, used to live by the pizza joint, and it was his absolute favorite. Rich and his wife even set out to drive the three and a half hours to get a pie for his birthday, but instead Rich ended up in the emergency room and once he was released, he was immediately put on hospice care. Hmm. So his father-in-law called to ask if they would send a text or a card to his family because they knew it would just make his day, but Dalton didn't think that was good enough. So instead he asked what kind of pizza pizza Rich wanted and then after shop closed, he headed out on his seven-hour round trip to deliver the two pies. Wow. Dalton said when he got there, the family was in shock. They just couldn't imagine someone would take the time to do something like that, but it meant the world to them. Seven hours. Seven hours. Do do they have the seven-hour guarantee? Yeah. (laughs) I want to say they'll hide it. We're cold when they get there. Cold cold pizza's fine. I was thinking the same thing. They've got high-tech heating bags now. (laughs) uh, Rich said, I've gotten a phone call saying how people are inspired by the story and just inspired to do the right thing. I'm really happy about that. So thank you so much, Dalton, for being a serious source of positive inspiration. Thank you for the submission, Brody. And if you have some unsung hero in your community that needs to be featured, email me, sam at elvisduran.com, subject line, feel good. Hey, you know, <laughs> can we talk about toilet paper for just a moment? Okay. You know, I still haven't forgiven Greg T for breaking the toilet that Charmin sent us. Yeah. We still have a broken toilet in the back. Anyway, what, what are you bringing in? What is this, Scotty B? This looks like inferior toilet paper. This is inferior toilet paper. I had a coupon for free store brand toilet paper, and I put it in the bathroom, and my wife left me an angry note and put it on my on my in my car right. to get out of the house. This, it says, love you so yeah. much, but my sweet lady parts do not like this stuff at all. Free or not, it has to go. Moi. Hashtag Charmin. Look, you shouldn't be able to see through toilet oh my paper. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You need not, like 50 things. Not only this. can I see oh. through it, it actually... I have clearer vision while looking through yeah. it. Yeah, so my bad. I'm okay. sorry, Charmin. Right, so you, you cheap bastard, you wanted, <laughs> you, you used coupons and got free toilet paper, and your wife just wanted some Charmin. I know. I'm going to pay full price for Charmin. Oh, well, that's, the, that's the day your wife's booty did not smile. That's right. All right, you need to enjoy the go. you got to get Charmin. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So, okay, I get the, the text I've been dreading. Last night. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is it you know, curable? It, I don't know. Okay. Gandhi, you don't know. But we have a history with Greg T about podcasts. Oh. I'll give you the history. And Danielle and Scary and Brody will, will tell you, and, and, and Garrett. So we have a history here of wanting to do podcasts, and we have many under the Elvis Duran Morning Show umbrella, as yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do a podcast with Greg T, there's going to be trouble. Oh yeah. Oh, he no. usually fights you. He doesn't what? like. He doesn't like uh, the things you say on the podcast. He doesn't like the <laughs> like it, the content. He doesn't like your scheduling. Yeah. There's always a fight, a skirmish, fisticuffs. Case, case <laughs> point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Example. Yeah. Uh, here's an example: the off-air show with Scary Jones and Greg T. Where'd yeah. that go? Oh, 
And well, Greg T and I started that, and we were kind of like in the studio collaborating. But every day, some way through, the, we did five podcasts a week. By the way, he would get into a fight with me halfway through about what, and then we would we would whatever it was. We should play a song here. We should actually play yeah, they music. Fought. We, we didn't and now, agree on anything creative. And now Greg T and Danielle mm. are supposed to do Fedge Ham. Yeah, me and mm-hmm. Garrett and. Uh, yeah. You've been okay. Well, you started doing it maybe a year ago. You've yeah. done three. Right? I know. How many episodes we've got? Uh, ten. Ten. Well, yes. well, that's ten more in a year. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I, I get a text yesterday. Hey, this is from Greg T. I got to hey, read it in your voice. Oh, okay, here my we go. Gosh. Hurry, hurry before the, scre- right, the screen will right. disappear. Move the screen around so it doesn't. All right. Disappear. So it says, "Hey, I got a question for you. I, I have, I have a question. What do you say? You and I do a podcast. We would be like the modern day Odd Couple. So many people would listen to it. The audience loves us both, and we would, do, we would, we would do a really good one. A silly. We would do a good one, not a silly one. You could learn from me, and I can learn from you. Oh and we would both talk about interesting topics and related." news. Think about it. Nobody would ever dream of you and I doing a podcast together. Exactly. Not even me. The the reason why the text text. doesn't sound well is because I was talking into my phone. Okay. That's why. Anyway, so... So you want to do a podcast with me? Yes, I think because Elvis, listen, everybody that's listening and everybody in this room is going, there is no way that Elvis and Greg Tigger do a podcast together. So I say, Guess what? we get together and no. let's go do it. Guess what? They are right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not dedicating a, a pod, any any time to you to, to do it. I can't even get along with you on the show. But just just try it. There's listen, the Fetch Ham podcast no. is going no place. No, no, let me tell you something. <laughs> I have seen every member of this show being run over by a bus yep. every time they try to do a podcast with you. Oh. So I've learned, if I see a bus coming down the road, I'm not stepping out into the street. Mm-hmm. But if I really want to do it, and, and I'm really into it oh, passionately... what are you trying to say? You don't really want to do Fetch Ham? Well, but you guys don't want to get together and yeah, do it. Yeah, we do! And you're the, scheduled... Look, there goes the fight. You Uh-oh. got lipo over here. No. You got Bye. allergy okay. shots this day. Okay, okay, so... to come to Fist of Cups in a second. <laughs> fist, of, fist of Cups. <laughs> so, so my point is this. You, I'm sure you have someone you work with or you go to school with. You like them as a friend, but you know that you'll never have that kind of relationship with them. You're not going to be able to do like a project with them because right. it, they, it, it just doesn't work. And I'm sorry, Gregory. Come on, man. We would be fantastic together. We really would be. It would be, people would love to Tell listen you what, to that podcast. Go rub a lamp and make a wish, honey. I talked to the it, Brooklyn boys. I said, you guys should be Brooklyn boys and I'll be the Jersey kid I think, and we'll put it all together. They don't want to do a podcast. I know. I'm, sorry. They said, I'm not doing some podcast called Elvis and the Jersey kid. <laughs> So yes. it's not the podcast, it's the Jersey Kid. It's the Jersey yeah. Kid. Okay. That's right, Gandhi. Elvis, I have an issue with the Jersey Kid. Is there someone you would do a podcast with? Anyone but Greg T. Oh. <laughs> but that's what oh, makes it dude, I mean, that's I even, so I, I'm calling dudes on this. I would even do one with Nate. <laughs> wow. Man. I know. I say a lot. Right. That would be the odd couple right there. That Elvis, would we great. would sneak attack them. No one would ever think right. that we would do one. Greg, I'm sorry. I love you, man. Man. It's not going to happen. I'm not feeling it. You know what? Neither is Elvis. I know oh, you're not on. feeling it. Right. Yeah, I know. Why don't you go in the back and feel it? But just don't do it in here. <laughs> That's only on Fridays, remember? Oh, God. <laughs> Can imagine. Can you imagine? <laughs> you try no. to do a podcast with him like I'm we not. do. He's See, crazy. 
I learned. Yeah. I learned from you. Let's get into uh, the Danielle report. I love report. him to death. But I don't want to do a, the jerky kid. What is he no. called? <laughs> the jerky kid. Whatever. The jerky kid. All right, Danielle. All right, so congratulations, Amy Fisher. Uh, Amy Fisher. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Amy Schumer. Okay. Not Amy Fisher. Congra- She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Congratulations, Amy Schumer and her husband, Chris Fisher. That's why I said it. Uh, they're expecting their first child together, so uh, very excited for them. Um, so this is interesting. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the best best horror movie of all time according to Esquire magazine oh. but if you look at the best movie from the last 20 years it's actually uh, a totally different movie um, from the last 20 years they're actually saying that it is oh my gosh I just lost my paper hold on um, hold on Titanic no <laughs> that was terrifying because our, our show is sinking yeah I'm sorry I'll get back to that Okay, one. good. Okay, let's move no, no, on. See what you did? You teased us for later. <laughs> That's next hour. So last night on WWE Raw, immediately uh, following what went down, it took a really sad tone. Uh, Roman Reigns, um, he was dressed in street clothing, and he came up and he announced that he had been re-diagnosed with leukemia. Oh. Um, he'd been living with it for 11 years, and unfortunately has come back, so a lot of people are really sad. And I was talking to Coaster Boy Josh about this. He said, this is the guy that you boo most of the time. Like, he's like the most booed guy on WWE. But he's really great at being hated. Right. And he is so hot. He really is. Hello. So now, you know, people were feeling bad for him because obviously this is not something you want anybody to go through. You know what? You look at at the wrestling family, you look at our family, any family you see, and you may have ups and downs with them, but you know what? They become part of your family. Right. So when they're dealing with some stuff, you deal with it too. Exactly. Don't we have, don't we have some people coming in soon? Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Yeah, that's right. I love them. They're coming in All right. soon. All right, cool. Uh, so last night, Bobby Bones and Sharna did their best little mermaid and Prince Eric on Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. It was Disney night. It was fantastic. If you missed it, I'm sure you have it on DVR, but you can see a clip at uh, my Twitter, at Danielle Monero, so go check that out. By the way, you announced that they didn't kick anyone off last night yeah. because it's Disney night. Oh. People were mad that you ruined it I'm by sorry. saying no oh, one got kicked I, off. I'm sorry. It's Disney night. It's know, just but, the happiest night of the world. Know, but wait. <laughs> I don't think telling people that no one got kicked off is ruining anything. It is No. Oh, it's All right, not. what else you got? I'm so. sorry. Uh, so teens watch more Netflix and YouTube than regular cable. Oh, of course. But yeah, that's, of course. That's not yeah. really a shocker, right? No. Okay. Uh, and Modern Family, the character that dies this season is not the dog. Everybody's saying it's going to be the dog. They said it's not. It's actually a human just so you know. Good. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Drake. <laughs> <Isn't that awful? laughs> I'd rather have a human than a dog. Well, because if, if the dog dies, <laughs> so I, I, I know it's sad, but it would be more impactful, I think, if somebody on the Oh, show I died. lose it when animals die. Right? Yeah. Uh, and Drake just scored his 12th top 10 song of the year. Congratulations to him. This guy, man, everything he touches is golden. And, and I want him to touch me. Frozen tops a list of the highest grossing animated films of all time worldwide. So, I mean, Frozen, that's the little, the little movie that could, right? That movie makes me so teary, too. <laughs> and tonight on television, you've got World Series, Game 1, whatever. Let's talk about The Voice, <laughs> NCS, Go Sox! Go NCS, Sox! New Orleans. <laughs> and next hour, we are going to talk about Katy Perry. Could she be settling down soon? There you go. All right. Uh, so, busy day. I know Charlemagne's going to be in here in less than an hour to talk about his new book, Always a Tornado When He Rolls Through. So, hang on. Also, we've got a $1,000 Gravity Blankets free money phone tap in less than uh, 20 minutes. The Morning Show's official Twitter account. Tweet us at Elvis Duran Show. Of course I Twitter myself. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Do you really want the most important purchase of your life to be based on your negotiating skills? Not the case at Steven Singer Jewelers. You're guaranteed to get the perfect price every day. They make the experience of buying an engagement ring so easy with no BS. Visit them online at IHateStevenSinger.com.
All right, so Mega Million at 1.6 billion tonight. So uh, if you take the cash payout, it's 900 million and something. I think you walk home, depending on what state you live in, taxes are different everywhere. You could walk out between 450 and 550 million, I think. Damn. Or like something I, around there. I thought it was 904. Hold on, you give up a billion dollars? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, what'd you say? I thought it was 904. 904? Million, yeah, if you take the lump sum and well, no, with well, it. no, but then you have to pay taxes on After it. After that, I thought that was with all of it. No, so no, the lump, the lump sum. Well, this is what I read yesterday. <laughs> Brody, you know all about it, right? Yeah, sure. If it's one point, <laughs> it's one point six billion. But if you take the lump sum, it's nine hundred four million, and then you have to pay taxes on that. That's correct. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yes. So uh, how much taxes is on that? <laughs> well, it depends on what state you're in. But I'm, I'm oh. saying you could go home between four sixty and five sixty hundred million. Yeah, that's okay. awesome. Okay, here we go. It's 904 million lump sum. Mm-hmm. 24% federal withholding, which is 217 million curse. to Uncle Sam. Yeah. Purse. What? I said curse. Oh. Uh, 13% more. Uh, anyway, tax wait, rate, yeah. There's a tax rate there. Anyway, so the, the state taxes could be between zero and 80 million, depending on where you live. Then after tax. Okay, so after tax, bottom line, you could take home between 490 million and 570 million. Not even so you lose a billion dollars? Yeah. It's more than It's not even worth it. I'm not playing. Well, you, you lose most of it when you take the lump sum. Yeah. Okay. So oh uh, I was reading up about what we should do when you win, when okay. we win. They say the first thing you need to do yeah. is shut your yapper. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Somebody told me that the other day. Somebody said, if you guys win, don't say a word. Exactly. Yes. But so, why is that? Uh, because, first of all, that ticket... By the way, it's like a $1 billion bill. Right. Okay. okay. So secondly, secondly, you need to sign your name on it. Oh. And sign it legibly so so people can see your name. Okay. Because when I sign my name, it looks like... It yeah. looks like... <laughs> me too. Some dead person. Yeah, me, just, me too. X. <laughs> so the second thing they say is sign your name, but number one, be quiet about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, people start falling out of the sky who want money, and then obviously money managers yeah. and, right. you know, dummies on the radio will try to talk to you about yeah. it. You don't want that. Yeah. yeah. Scary, of course, he'll he'll Instagram the picture of the... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if, if I put the barcode up there on Instagram, they'll steal it, right? Somebody could take my money. Uh, Just don't do it. I think it. you need the physical ticket. Yeah, yeah I, think you need, I think you need the physical yeah. ticket. Elvis, anyway. what's the first thing you would buy? Uh, I don't know. Because you know what? Look, I'm the kind of guy who I'm going to think it through. Okay. I'm yeah. going to take a moment. Because I have seen, I have known people. Isn't this funny? It, what are the chances of this? I have known people who have won millions in the lottery and, and, and they've kept it. I, knew, I know someone who lost everything. One of them won, I think, $150 million. Get out of One here. of them won right around $100 million. Oh, my God. And I'm, maybe I'm wrong with the numbers. But I know someone who won a lot of money. And rather than squandering it all away on, you know, Ferraris and Lambos. Yeah. He went out and bought properties oh. and started flipping properties and took that money to make more money. Oh, that's smart. Now has more money in the bank than he did the day he put his money that in the bank. That was smart. Very smart. I know someone else who doesn't have a penny, as a matter of fact, wow. is in debt. Is that wait, person really happy, though? No. Oh. And wait, what did they win? How much? $100 million. <gasps> And they're in debt? Yeah, so they probably oh took home, they probably took home 50, 40 million, whatever, but still. How the hell what do was you the big purchase? Do that? They bought it. They just started spending money and just crazy. Wow. Look, you know what? I, I hate to say this. Don't get mad at me. But yeah. in a world where you think you have all the money in the world, forty million is going to go like that. It's yeah. not. It's not a lot of money. I used to buy a, a boat and then it's gone. You know what? Boats are expensive. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, you need to hire a lawyer. Oh, Sign yeah. your ticket. Okay. If you work with a bunch of people and you had a pool, like we have, play nice. 
You're going to have to trust everyone. But number one, be quiet. So tomorrow morning, if we all come in and we seem like we're in an extra special Skippy mood, <laughs> don't ask any questions. We're just happy for the winner. We're just happy for the winner, yes. whoever that might be. You are my friend, David J. I knew him in L.A. Oh, I love David J. He played the lottery religiously, and he had an exit strategy. If he won, you would never know it because he would keep it quiet. He would yep. put it in like a safe deposit box. And wait for like something big to happen in the news, then go cash in the ticket and then just vanish. He would have hired an attorney, wow. gone to an island, and you would never have heard from him again. An island he purchased. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I know the chances of winning are like this, but look, it never hurts to plan ahead. You know what I would love to do though? If I won all that money, the people that I like see every day that make me smile, like just like Mustafa downstairs. Ooh, I love him. Or like I Elvis, would, your right, host. Right, right. Yes. But I'd love to go like they say you go through the same toll booth every single day and you see the same toll person. How cool would it be? Hey, here's a million. Like how cool would right. it be to be able to do something like that? One year for Christmas, uh somebody gave me a large amount of money and the caveat with the money was this is not for you this is for you at the holiday season to go and when you see people and you want to help them out you help them out and it was the greatest gift i've ever gotten that's How nice cool. is that? it that's was amazing awesome. so look you know there's a billion and one different ways to spend your billion dollars uh it, you know what in tomorrow morning what's going to happen is i'm going to wake up <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm not going to want to hear if there was a winner and or where it was so i can just go through the morning until i get here thinking maybe there's a chance might have there's always a chance at even a million. Once you hear the big winner, we could still get some. Right. I don't know. I'll take a couple of hundred. I just want some. I'll yeah. take anything. hundred million? Yeah. Hello, Tara. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Okay, so this is where the rumor starts. So go ahead. What's the rumor? So I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but I was under the impression that if you sign the ticket, lotto laws are that you have to go public. Um, Not all states state to state. Sign the ticket. It it could be a state to state thing. That's the thing. You know what? When you win that money, just, you know, call your lottery attorney. (laughs) Tara, I don't know what the rules are, but I would be so thrilled if I found out that you won tonight. So good luck to you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great, uh, have a great morning guys. Thank you so much. Mm. Uh, Yes, Nate. It's certain states that allow you to be anonymous. Delaware, Kansas, Maryland, North Dakota, Ohio, Ohio, South Dakota, and Texas allow you to be anonymous. Everybody else, it's public record. Okay. Whatever. Okay. I don't care. Uh, what's scary? So I have an idea. What's that? Change your phone number immediately. So this way (laughs) no one can reach out to you. And and because you know you're gonna get bombarded with people as soon as everyone Here's an idea. Out. Yeah. yeah, I've been living I've been living my my cell phone life as if I've won the lottery because I never enter my phone. That's in. right. There you go. Right. That's smart limit. My phone number is so easy to remember. There's no way in hell I'm giving it up. No, so, no way. No way. No, I don't have to change anything. Nope. I don't talk to anyone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already acting. I'm already I'm already living the life. I'm living the life of the lottery winner, except for the except for the money part. Maybe you already won, and we don't know. That's why you don't answer your phone. Danielle, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. And listen to me. Pay attention. Okay. I won the lottery the day God brought you into my life. Oh. Oh. If you were meant, if you meant that, I would feel really good right now. I do mean that. I love you. What a love sweet you thing to say. It is a sweet thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was very sweet. Very sweet. God to you too. The day God brought oh, you to me. You. It was like winning a million. <laughs> I have a tendency to make people barf. I get it. That's uh, fine. <laughs> I don't care. No, no. I love you. 
All right, Gandhi. By the way, I'm not going to give it away. Yeah. But you you told me your your Halloween costume you're thinking of. Yeah. You're she's brilliant. I know. I love it. Oh, Did you thank hear you. it too? So good. Right, yeah. We'll get to that Very on Halloween. Excited about it. All right. So uh, headlines, Gandhi. What's up? All right. President Trump still looking into exactly what happened with the death of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. He says he is not satisfied with the answers he's gotten so far. Hurricane Willa is going to make landfall in Mexico. It's a Category Four when she hits. A bomb was found at the New York home of billionaire George Soros. See. The, this is why you don't want to win the lottery. People send bombs to your house. Oh, this is true. Oh, good point. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're going to avoid it just for that. Um, it, it was definitely uh, detonated by the police, and the FBI have taken over the case. And how about this? If you want to find the easiest job ever, sleep coaches are now a thing. People are going to teach you how to go to bed and how to sleep properly. That's it. I might get into that plan B. You know how I make people sleep immediately? How? I suggest sex. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just I'm so sorry. sleepy. I'm sorry for you. I, I want that job. All right. All right. Thank you, Gandhi. You're welcome. All right. We have a $1,000 Gravity Blankets free money phone tap for you. Coming up next. Follow us on Instagram at Elvis Duran Show. Do I look completely stupid to you? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. My crazy work hours can make it hard to get a good night's rest. If you're like me and have looked for a sleep aid that doesn't make you groggy, you've got to try the new Zequel Pure Z's Melatonin Gummies. They're great and they're drug-free, so you can fall asleep naturally. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show's free money phone tab. Into the free money phone tab. All right, uh, we really love these gravity blankets. Look, I know we have a lot of partners we talk about who are a part of our show and part of our family. Gravity blankets, when they first came on the scene here, it was... It was interesting how everyone gravitated toward the gravity blankets. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you would think, oh, okay, so it's a heavy blanket. What's the big deal? Oh, it is a big deal. It's a big deal. I can't sleep without it now, so it's definitely a big deal. I'm actually buying one for a friend of mine. You should. Yeah. And let me tell you, they are an investment, okay? So mm-hmm. when you go on to gravityblankets.com, you'll see, uh, you'll, see all, you'll see three different blankets at three different weights, and they'll tell you how to determine which one is for you. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole point behind the gravity blankets, if, if I may say in layman's terms, is uh, you feel secure and less anxious if you have a weighted blanket on you. And they've been using these for a long time with kids who are living with autism, adults as well, mm-hmm. and also people who are out there living anxious lives, lives full of anxiety. They found that something as simple as a gravity blanket can change everything. So now we're giving you one. It doesn't matter how you're feeling in this uh, world of ours. If the universe is great, if it's relaxing, whatever, it makes it better when you're bundled up under a gravity blanket. Yep. So, thanks to Gravity Blankets, we're about to give you $1,000 after this free money phone tap. And if you purchase today at gravityblankets.com, use the promo code Elvis at checkout, you get 15% off your purchase. It helps to know someone. You have a guy. Yeah. I'm your guy. You're the guy. I'm the guy. (laughs) Gravity Blankets with an S. Gravityblankets.com, 15% off your purchase when you use the promo code Elvis. All right. With that said, let's get into the phone tap. Don't call in to win your thousand until after the phone tap. I'll tell you what number to call. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Garrett. All right. All right. What do you have going on today? <laughs> so you, have a, you me, have a weird smirk on your face. I, I know. Oh. I feel bad for everyone uh, about to hear this because you might look at me a little differently after this. Okay, good. Uh, Mia wants to phone tap her boyfriend, Joe. So Mia's a dog walker around town, and they get all sorts of calls and requests for people to walk dogs. So I'm going to call looking for Mia to use her dog walking services. What could go wrong with that? Mm. All right, let's see what happens in Garrett's phone tap. Oh, um, hello, sir. Uh, I was just looking to uh, use Mia's services. Yeah, it's Joe. What's up? She's a dog walker, correct? Yeah, she's a dog walker. What's going on? 
I was looking for her to come over my house around like eight, nine o'clock. I get home from work around that time. And does she have her own dog leash or? She has a dog leash, but don't you have a dog in a leash? Well, no, I don't. I don't have a dog. Uh, I think this is where we're getting confused. I'm looking for her to come over and walk me around my house with a dog collar on my neck what? while I'm naked. You want my girlfriend to come by your house and walk you around your apartment naked? Is that what I understand right now? I well, yes. I'm sorry, sir. I'm, uh, I've never, I've never spoken to a, a, a pimp before. A what? Do I have to pick her up, or do you send uh, a car over, or... Uh, this is not a girl. I'm not a bitch. This is not a hooker, a stripper, or nothing like that. So get your weird fantasies out at, like, the park, like a normal hobo, or whatever it is that you do with your weird-ass lifestyle. I don't give a Do not get it incorporated with my girlfriend, you chick pervert. I don't know what the hell's... You're the, you're the kind of... Sir, I'm just I'm just looking for her to come over and check out on me. She doesn't need to actually like stay there or whatever. I and, really uh, hope everybody in this family gets some kind of weird ass disease. You people just make me shit. Not looking for anything sexual. Just make sure I go to the bathroom on the pee pad and rub some dog food on my chest. Okay, um, I'm and then you even get this kind of weird mom. Like that's what a dog does. It, well, that's want, what I'm looking you, for. You Get a dog and act like the dog. Hang out with the dog. I don't even know where you got that kind of weird ass concept. I'll sure. Call here again. I'm gonna come down your house to take the dog collar and choke you. Yes, finally. All right, great. I'm into this. All right, uh, what time can you come by? Nighttime, daytime. I'm I'm down for this. I'm not coming to play with you. I'm coming to hurt you. Yes, 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 yes. All right, Um, right, let's roll with this. Do you come alone? Do you bring anything? Should I have a dog ball? What do you need from me? You need to make reservations at hospital. This isn't going to be fun. I love the pain. All right, great. Don't your game. Hey. I think I might have uh, lost connection. We didn't get disconnected. I hung up on you. What is not registering not to call here? Understand? Don't call, weirdo. Can you just say, uh, bad boy, Max? I'm not going to call you Max. All right. Can you treat me like a schnauzer at least? I mean, I'm a fan of the schnauzer family, and I just want to be treated like the dog named Max, who's a schnauzer. I'm not calling you a schnauzer. I'm not calling you Max, you weirdo. I'm going to put you in a dog hospital. That's it. Stop calling here. Nick, come here. Call the cop. And then go eat on him. You better know someone with a funeral parlor. My name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped by your girlfriend. Are you serious right now? <laughs> really? This is what you do, me? Oh, my God. I'm going to be my fan. Oh, God. Elvis Duran phone tap. Wow, that was... He was a little energetic. Oh, man. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? It's okay. Is that like a fantasy of yours? N- no. <laughs> huh. Where did you come up with that idea? Lick my boot, you worm. <laughs> Look, there's nothing wrong with having a dog should... leash on and being walked around your own home. Sure. No, it's kind of weird to call someone's boyfriend and ask for it. To each <laughs> their own. To each their own. Exactly. Thank you, Garrett. You're welcome. If you have an idea for a phone tap, let us know. Go to ElvisDuran.com and click the phone tap link. All right. Free. Free. The free money phone 
Now, thanks to GravityBlankets.com, use the promo code Elvis, 15% off your Gravity Blanket at GravityBlankets.com. Be called at 100 win $1,000. 1-800-242-0100. For Elvis Duran in the morning shows, free money, phone tap, entry info, and rules, visit ElvisDuran.com. Keyword contests. Right, you missed a story in your news today, Gandhi. What did I miss? People, once again, getting hacked. I should have included it. It's okay. I'll do it for you. <laughs> Anyway, uh, for more than three years, Google Plus's social network unwittingly gave third-party developers potential access to our private profile information. Mm. That's more than 496,000 users who share private profile data with a friend may have had their data accessed. Mm. All right? Google says there's no evidence, but we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. We don't know. Right. So, with your personal info out there... Data exposure, criminals opening accounts with your information, filing tax returns, and buying property. Hey, hey have funny buy, have fun buying a new mobile home with my money. Right. <laughs> uh, so many threats out there in the connected world. That's why you need new LifeLock identity theft protection with the added power of Norton Security. They help protect us against threats to our identity on all the devices we use. So, uh, look, no one can stop every cyber threat, prevent all identity theft. But with new LifeLock with Norton Security, they can see threats you might miss. Great deal for you. Go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Elvis. You get an extra 10% off your first year plus a $25 Amazon gift card. Go, Danielle. You love that. I do love that. Uh, (laughs) That's with your annual enrollment at lifelock.com. Use the promo code Elvis. All right. Back to the podcast in a minute. Let's talk about Trojan brand condoms. Safety. Necessary. Essential. Cover it up. Okay. You can say whatever you want to say. Look, we know, I know personally, sex is fun. Yes. But there's nothing (laughs) wrong with being protected. Yeah. So if you're uh, out with some friends having fun, a fun night, and two of you are really, really hitting it off, and you know you're going to be with each other later, let's make sure Trojan brand condoms are there. And it's everyone's responsibility to have them on board, ready to use. Mm -hmm. We all understand why Trojan condoms are so important. Unintended pregnancies, or you know, the whole list of things. So be responsible, have fun. Trojan brand condoms. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show's free money phone tab. Hold on, Charlamagne. Let me give away some money. Uh, turn this music down. Scary, turn the music down. Jesus. Hello, Danielle. Yes? You just won $1,000. Oh, my gosh. Charlamagne's going to write you a check, send it to you. Uh, so, sure. See, Danielle, people say that all the time. They say they've never won anything. I bet you've won something. Think, think. Never. Ever? Never. All right. Never. So here comes $1,000 uh, thanks to Gravity Blankets and gravityblankets.com. Thank oh, I love them. Aren't those nice? I love waiting. You, you know what? And let's talk about why. This, it's, it's, I hope you talk about them in your book. I do, actually. <laughs> you do? Yes. By the way, uh, thank you for listening, Danielle. And go to gravityblankets.com, use the promo code Elvis, and they give you like 15% off. All right? Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. And make sure you listen to this conversation with Charlemagne. I sure will. You better. Hold on one second. Charlemagne the God. I never call you the God. Godfather, how are you, sir? <laughs> I always love seeing you. You know that. I love seeing you, too. I really resent y'all bringing me in here after a segment after chicken, by I the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Brody's idea. What? All right. It was. I heard him say it. I'm not going to bring you in after the quiche conversation. <laughs> hey, you know, I read your first book, Charlemagne, and yes. I loved it. It was fantastic. Thank it, you. It, it really was it really told me a lot about you and what makes you tick. Uh-huh. This is different. Yes. You're actually, it, it's more of that, but in this in this one, you're actually talking about something that's so important for everyone in Shook One 
anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how rather than letting it hold you down, you can actually use it, harness your anxiety to kind of fuel you to do bigger and better things. Yes, I use that fear as fuel. You know, I got a homegirl named Kay Fox, and she sent me an acronym once, and it was for fear. And it was uh, either face everything and rise or fear everything and run. So thank God I don't have the type of anxiety that, you know, uh, keeps me stuck in the house all day. Because I do have friends who have that type of anxiety that right. paralyzes them, and they don't want to leave the house at all. And, I mean, I would love to stay in the house, but I don't I don't have that luxury. No, got to yeah. get out, got to yeah. work for the man. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. The, I know, but to be fair, mm-hmm. You talk in this book about, I mean, I think there's some drug-related gun is involved incident. Yes. And you talk about being anxious. I'm like, yeah. well, you know, there's, I would think there's some situations you could be in that are going to make you anxious whether you have anxiety oh, problems 100%. or not. Yeah, yeah. when, I, when, I, when I used to sell crack, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I put myself in a lot of situations where I just felt like that that natural paranoia, you know, came with the territory. But it's when you're actually doing good in life. You know, the first time I ever got diagnosed with an anxiety attack was like nine years ago. And this is after I've been fired from radio for the fourth time. And I was back living with my mom in South Carolina at like 32 years old. And my daughter's two years old. And my now wife is back living with her parents in Monk's Corner and I remember just driving down I-26 in uh, South Carolina and feeling like I was having a heart attack. Like right. shortness of breath, you know, chest tightening up. I even convinced myself that my left arm was going numb. Like I was total Fred Sanford. This is the big one. I'm coming to join you, honey. Right? right? So I go I go to the hospital and the doctor's like, nah, your heart is fine. And he was like, you know, um, do you suffer from anxiety? And I was like, not that I know of. He was like, it sounded like you had a panic attack. Now, how, long, how long ago was that? This was nine years ago. And he was like, are you stressed out about anything? And I was like, hell yeah, I'm collecting unemployment checks. It's the fourth time I've been fired. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, all I got to do is get back in position again, get another job, get back on the yeah. radio, and I'll be fine, which I eventually did with the Breakfast Club. But, you know, uh, success, money, whatever, all that comes with it doesn't, you know, get rid of your anxiety. Well, and I'm, waiting perform. To, I'm waiting to find out. No. And anxiety, I feel like, comes in so many forms. Like, I remember laying, just laying in my bed and thinking things like, wow, the fan on the ceiling is really loud. I hope it doesn't fly off the yes! ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, me. Yes. And I'm, and I'm like, or I'm getting ready in the morning. Wow, why is the air conditioning so loud? Maybe it's broken. Maybe it's going to blow up. But I'm like saying to myself, this See, is the dumbest thing ever, yeah, but you invent, yet. You invent problems. Right. Yes. You're bringing up a good point. Because yeah. those who are not ex- living a life experiencing anxiety yeah. problems, you don't get it. No. And uh, you really, really need to open your mind and understand that mental health, and this is this is a part of it, is it, we should definitely stop sweeping this under the rug. Mm-hmm. Now, another point that you make in your book is mm-hmm. the the uh, the black community just isn't really embracing mental health mm-hmm. as quickly as you think everyone should be doing so. Yeah, I mean, I think that we, we never had those conversations growing up. You know, I'm, I'm coming from a very spiritual background. It's like my mom was a Jehovah Witness and my father studied Islam, so it was like all about praying the problems yeah. away. You know right. what I'm saying? Everything was, was, was faith-based. But sometimes you pray and God will tell you, you know, go see a therapist. And like, you know, my mom, she was going to, to a therapist like in 1998. I never knew that until this year when I started to go over wow. the past year. Because they hide was, it. It's, right. like, yeah. it's like breast cancer. They never used to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those things. So go back to when you were a kid, I mean, do you remember the, the, one of the first times you you experienced this feeling? Yes, didn't, you couldn't explain it, and it was actually because of a hurricane. Or yes, something like that. Hurricane Hugo, Hurricane Hugo yeah. hit Charleston, South Carolina. I think in like like eighty eight. I was like 
like nine, ten years old. And, you know, I think it was the panic of seeing all of these people that I knew to be strong, like my parents and my grandparents and, you know, just the adults in my community. They were bugging out because we, we grew up in a single wide trailer. So they didn't know if the trailer was going to be there the next day. People didn't know if their houses were going to be there the next day. You heard some people saying they wasn't going to make it through the night. So that was the first time I remember having an actual panic attack. I didn't know what it was back then, you know, but that's I remember that's the first time I remember having that feeling. So when did you get when did you get the the smarts or the courage to actually look for someone to help you. Uh, looking for a great therapist, looking for anyone who could try to help you crack it. It was it was early last year, and it was. So it's been that recent. Yeah, yeah, it was early last year because um, I remember being on vacation and sitting at the pool, getting a haircut, and watching all my family and friends, and I just had this moment of serenity, this moment of peace, and I said, "How can I capture this all the time?" Dude, you're getting a haircut yeah. at a pool. <laughs> yeah, you know, so so I for that for that small moment, I had a moment of serenity and a moment of peace. I didn't feel any anxiety whatsoever. So I was like, you know what? I want to hold on to this feeling all the time. And I had been flirting with the idea of therapy. I had been, you know, talking to people that were way more successful than me. And they would always say how they went to therapy. Or I had been to therapy at some point in their life. Right. So I just decided to do it. And it's the best wow. thing I ever did in my life. It's like it's like cleaning out like your closet. You know how you got a real junky closet? I do. And you know, you got a bunch of clothes that you gotta pack and yeah. give away to goodwill and you got some stuff that you wanna keep so you organize and then you can bring new stuff in. That's what I feel like I'm doing in my brain. Now, you know, so I think it's a really important thing to remember, especially if you have a friend who seems like they're going through some anxiety issues. Doesn't matter how much money you're making, how successful you're making. Mm-hmm. I mean, Charlemagne's talking about a year ago. He went out and found a therapist. He is now at the, this most incredible, successful part in his career. I mean, just from an outsider looking in. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing the Breakfast Club since what uh, 2010 or whatever. It'll be eight years this year. Eight years. Yeah. And wow. uh, your TV shows, and he's got you know Lamborghinis. No, I don't. I'm no, no. That would definitely give me anxiety. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah, Froggy, I see it. Give me one second. He's got. I mean, he's got security guards downstairs. I can see why you're living a life where maybe you. You can have some help, you know? But, yes, it gets very overwhelming. By the way, thank you for the security guards. We feel extra safe yeah, coming exactly. to work. Yes, yes. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. Froggy, uh, what's up? Charlemagne, did you, were you ever one of those people who things are going really good in your life and you say to yourself, because I do this, things are so good right now, something, is, something bad has to be coming around the corner. 100%. And so you sit around and wait for something bad to happen yeah. instead of enjoying the good that's going on in your life. 100%. I never get to enjoy the moment. I actually talk about that in the book because I believe in the secret. Like I believe in the law of attraction. I believe that your thoughts become things. I think that the things you want to happen in your life, you should constantly think about. The things that you don't want to happen, you shouldn't think about at all. But it's hard not to think about the negative things. It's hard not to think about what could go wrong. And I feel like when I hold on to those thoughts, that's what causes me to have these panic attacks sometimes because I just feel like my brain is so powerful that I'm going to manifest this negativity into my life. So that's why it's so important for me to just, you know, flush that type of stuff down the toilet. You know, not only is your brain powerful, but also your heart's got to be a little powerful, too, to be able to acknowledge that you need to take care of yourself. And taking care of yourself isn't always working out. It's not always eating the right foods. It's not always getting colonics. I had three of them in the past 10 days. Really? Yes. You know, did you hear what happened? I got a colonic the other day. They they found a Barbie shoe I ate when I was a kid. A what? A A Barbie shoe. A Barbie shoe. Really? So oh, I was like, wow. Wait, can you really get that many in 10 days? I don't think I was supposed to. Uh, Dr. Oz told me I just enjoyed the feeling well, of having I know. something up my butt. Keep, <laughs> that's what he told me. I know she keeps slipping off the chair. <laughs> now, look, um, by the way, Charlemagne is here. Charlemagne the God. His book is called Shook One, Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. You know, yes. here's the thing. There are a lot of people out there who are, are just now getting 
the courage to find someone outside their circle to help them out, but it, it costs money sometimes. You, some people aren't covered for that kind of thing. What do you do if you can't afford it, but you really need it? I keep hearing people say that, but for me, I, I spend $150 for an hour session. I do How one, much? I, $150. Now, I've heard people pay as, as little as $75, $50, you know what I mean? But I feel like, yo, we make time, we make, you know, we, we can find money for everything else. Like, if we want to buy Yeezys, if we want to buy Jordans, if we want to buy Fear of God clothing, if we want to buy alcohol, if we want to buy Apes of Kush, we a can do phone. a new phone, yeah. a new <laughs> smartphone every freaking three months. Right. And we can find money for other things. Right. So why can't we find money to invest in our, our mental well-being? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I think that's a, I think that's kind of a lame excuse, actually. So you sort of talked about you were going to do a sit down with Kanye West. Yes. And then you canceled it. Yes. Because obviously there's some stuff going on with him. What was it for you that made you cancel it versus obviously like highlighting his issues with mental health right now? Well, I just felt like it would be such a distraction. Like, I really want to elevate the conversation of mental health in our community. And if we really trying to eradicate the stigma of mental health in America and especially in the black community, like, I didn't want anything to distract from that. Right. And then when I heard him in the White House, he said that, you know, he had got misdiagnosed and he didn't really have bipolar. It was sleep deprivation and he's not on his medication. Right, so I just right. felt like, eh, he got some other things that he need to figure out. And I just feel like it would have just been a circus just to have have that. I don't think we would have actually had a really good conversation about mental health. It would have turned into a whole bunch of other stuff about political views and yeah. whatnot, and I didn't feel like all of that. No. No, nah. see, this is another thing that's so fantastic about Charlemagne is once he has his eye on the goal line, mm -hmm. he's he runs for it. Yeah. He doesn't want any distractions. 100%. And you know what? I, I want to get into what we brought up at the very beginning of this. Rather than letting anxiety bring us down, you're saying that there is a way you can actually use it to your advantage and take use anxiety as a fire to fuel you to get you where you need to go. Yeah. As propulsion into outer space or whatever. How do you do that? Because I've never heard about I just feel like it through this way. I just feel like you got to use that fear as fuel. You know, it goes back to the acronym I said. You either face everything and rise or fear everything and run. Listen. How do you do it? You just got to get up and go do it. Like, you have no choice. Like, you know, I, I think about, like, when my father used to tell me that if I don't change my lifestyle, I'm going to end up in jail, dead, or broke sitting under a tree somewhere. Those three options scared the hell out of me. Scared me so much that I decided to get my life together. Right. Scared me so much that I said, you know what? In order to change my life, I have to change my lifestyle. Because the option, those three options scared me more than anything else. So it's like, yo, I'd rather just get up and attempt to do something. Listen, if I could stay in the house all day, and keep my wife in the house all day and keep my three daughters in the house all day, I absolutely would. But that's not the way life works. Right. I got a text from you the other day. You said, yes. hey, can't wait to see what you think about the book. Uh, this conversation about mental health needs to be elevated, especially in the black community. And then you said, that's why I love how you're, how vocal your girl Gaga is yes. about mental health. Yeah. Talk about that. I mean, I just like people who are who speak about it openly. That's why I wanted to sit down and have the conversation with Kanye, you know, because mm -hmm. Kanye is somebody who openly spoke about his bipolar. And it's the same thing with, you know, Lady Gaga. She's open about her mental health issues. Yeah. Like, yo, this is nothing to be af af afraid no, of. No. This is nothing to be ashamed about. If you have a broken arm, you talk no. about it. You Listen, get it fixed. It's we, the same thing. Think about the way America is with physical health. We work out, we eat right, yeah. everything's gluten-free. We don't even think about that when it comes to our minds at all. We got to right. worry about what we put in our minds, especially in this social media era, man. You got social media oh, man. painting this unattainable picture of perfection. Yeah. And I read and, what they say to you. Oh, but yeah. I read what you say oh. back. Oh, my and God. now therapists are saying that kids are suffering from anxiety more than 
ever because of the way the world because is. Because of social media. Yep. Uh, by the way, Gaga's mom's going to be here in one hour. We're really? Continue the conversation. Absolutely. Wow. Look, they're, they're, you got to go. You got to. They're pulling you out of here. I yes, because I do a morning show that. as well. I, I need that you know too. What? You know what? You, you, the book is much more important than, than doing anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, your time with me is much more important. I agree. I don't. Right. I mean, I got a couple more minutes. No, there, I mean, sure? everyone's like sweating. Everyone's oh. like crapping their pants over. Look, uh, look, it's called Shook One: Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. I'm telling you. I've always been and will continue to be your number one fan. I Thank love you, Godfather. You. And what you're doing with this book is more important than anyone gets right And now. I really want to stress that I'm not an expert at anything. I just have some experiences. So I'm sharing my experiences. So I'm sharing my experiences with anxiety and PTSD and trauma based off things that happened to me when I was younger. And I actually have an actual expert in the book. His name is Dr. Ish Major. He's a, a mental health therapist. And he gives clinical correlations to all the experiences that I explain in my books. So when I talk about having an anxiety attack while I was high off sativa, you know, performing uh, oral sex on my wife, he can give a great clinical correlation by the way, that as was to why my, I had that. That was one of my favorite reads, by the way. Yeah. I'm a, a gay, a gay guy reading, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like water guns and all sorts of things. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. But it's available right now. What, your wife? No, no. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, no. We Sean, can trade. No, just, you give me Alex, I'll give you my wife. You can have Alex. Right. <laughs> He, he 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 broke his vocal cord. Don't ask how. Whoa, uh, Godfather! Here it is. <laughs> Shook one. Yes. Charlemagne the God. It's available right now here in the Mercedes Benz Interview Lounge. Thank, Thank you, sir. Thank y'all. Thank you. Love you, man. You're awesome. Awesome. Later, buddy. No, don't go to break. When he leaves, we got to talk about it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just, I just, dumped, I just dumped chicken all over the floor. Charlie. Oh, oh. oh my oh. god. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Let me tell you. The text coming in during that interview, there was so much more we had to do, but he has to go back to work. Yeah. Thank you so much, Charlemagne. The text says, "I appreciate you so much. I'm such an advocate for openness of mental health, and uh, especially in the minority community. And you're really helping." Black men and women be more perceptive to therapy, or receptive, rather. You really saved my marriage. I think that, obviously, it is an issue in the black community, but as a minority that is not in the black community, it's Talk an issue it. in all of the minority Okay, so in the Indian community. In the Indian community, we don't really address it. We sweep it under the rug, too. Oh, we have parents who say, you know, you're feeling a little anxious, you're a little stressed out, take a walk. You know walk what? it off. You could look at anyone in America, yeah. white, black, rich, poor, from the South, from the North, whatever, and you would find a reason in their... Their immediate uh, friends and family, why they they're going to sweep mental health under the rug? Right, there are all right. kinds of reasons. But whether it's South Asian, East Asian, some of my Hispanic friends, I think the minority communities in general just kind of turn the other cheek to it a lot of times and think this is something we can handle on our own. We don't need medication. We don't need to talk to someone. We're just going to work it out. And I don't think that's always the case. It is important. With that said, uh, if you or someone you know is experiencing a high rate or just every once in a while some sort of anxiety, and you know. It's standing in your or their way in achieving the dreams you want to achieve. You want to live these dreams. Go out there and learn more about it at the very least or go talk to someone about it. Just try to discover more about yourself. Look, we're always so curious to know how things work, how people work, how shows end, how plays begin. We're never really curious about ourselves that much because it's, it's kind of scary. You're afraid of what you're going to find out. Of sort course. of on the same lines. You're afraid to go to the doctor because you're afraid that that pain in your head is actually like a big tumor or right. something. Yep. We need to stop being afraid of ourselves because without you, there is nothing else. Yep. 
So Shook One, Charlemagne the God. It's available right now. Uh, let's take let's take a break. Uh, okay, taking a break. I've made the decision. We're taking a break. <laughs> taking a break. <laughs> More from the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. Drew and Alex from Chainsmokers are here. I know yeah. they, they've been in like 10 shows in the past two days. They must be tired. I smell a little cigarette smoke. I smell a little bar. Yeah. Okay. I smell yeah. some cocktails. You don't got to blow us up like that. <laughs> We're trying to convince people that we've matured. Yeah. No. <laughs> Brought to you by the 2018 Mercedes-Benz GLC 300 SUV. High performance meets higher intelligence. Test drive one today. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Getting up early is tough, but sometimes falling asleep at a decent time is actually tougher. If you struggle to fall asleep, try what I use, the new z Pure Z's Melatonin Gummies. It's the drug-free way to fall asleep naturally without feeling groggy in the morning. It creates toxicity. Oh my god, this is freaking crazy. What? What's crazy about it? We're all psycho. Popping bottles. I'm on a boat, bitch. Oh, I think I'd sound like this. <laughs> what, what is wrong with people? I'm sure those are milk duds. Yes. Can I so much going on here. I, I don't know where to start. Oh, here's one. The iHeart Podcast Awards are coming up. Your favorite podcast. We're going to tell you how to vote. <laughs> That's coming up in a second. Also, some sound with Garrett. Great stuff today. Around the room, Gandhi, we'll start with you. What's on your mind today? I am super excited to be moving into an apartment tomorrow. we got to get into this. Woo! Okay, thank you. I mean, it's it's just been very overwhelming, and it's finally here. It's been a month and some change. I'm going to get my own place, have a kitchen. This is exciting. Anyway, y'all, there's a big story here. It's more than just Gandhi moving into an apartment. We're talking about that dream come true. Girl, yes. single girl moves to big city. Yep. You know what? It's just, it's... There's a lot that we could all all appreciate from the story and be jealous of. I wish I was a girl moving to a big city. I am genuinely <laughs> at this moment of my life right now living out my childhood dream. Right. So it's really crazy. And I'm just trying to take it all in, but it's also a little overwhelming. So. I know. I bet it's exciting. We'll get into that in a okay. moment. Hey, producer Sam, what's up? When I did that, Gandhi, my roommate was a rat. So welcome to New York, sweetheart. See? That a, was what was causing me anxiety. A rat the size of a, size of a poodle. <laughs> he was kind of cute. Was it sweet? Oh. So I just okay. have two things I need to teach all of our future bridesmaids. I had I was one over the weekend, and I had a bridesmaid fail, and I had a bridesmaid win. Okay. okay? So my win was I paid close attention to the bride because she wouldn't stop, like, jumping up and down the whole night. That was her dance. Mm. She gave herself a nosebleed. Oh. And I was there right in time huh? to shove my finger in her nose, tip her head back, and get her over to a oh table. Oh, my God. You're are, you are a good friend. I saved wow. the blood from the dress. So that was my win. My fail, however, was I didn't read the invite carefully because I was like, okay, I know where it is and I'm a bridesmaid. I show up. It was a black tie event and I didn't know until 90 minutes before the ceremony. Why'd you wear culottes? Well, my, my date had a gray suit and colorful shirt and a bow tie made of wood. Good. So... <laughs> Yeah, so I, I love your boyfriend. Spent, I spent an hour before the ceremony googling department stores near our hotel so he could he could suit up, and he did. But that was my bad. So read the invite, even if you're going well, to the wedding. I bet your boyfriend was the the hottest guy at the wedding. He pulled it off. I mean, it's a wooden bow tie. Hello, <laughs> I hey, uh, scary. What's up with you? I told you about my broken vibrating Sonicare toothbrush that wouldn't stop vibrating. Yesterday, I finally went to a big box store that shall remain nameless. Thought I was getting a great deal on the toothbrush. And 
And then I don't know if you ever did this, but I looked at my phone while I was standing there almost at checkout. And I'm like, oh, I could get Amazon Prime and have it today and then get it for far less money. Oh, yeah. So I, I put the thing back and I said, thank you for all your sales help. Uh, I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to check it out with my sister to see if this is the one. And I walked out of the store and I felt so bad I wasted all their time. No, but no, no you this, shouldn't. You know what you did? You didn't help them. You should tell them, hey, I can yeah. get this on Amazon Prime right now. You guys should lower the price of this yep. thing. Right. Of story, and you know what? Sometimes they'll match it. Well, you can yep. always get a better deal online. Always. Not always. Not true. always. Not always. Not always. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> Reporting for duty, generalize. <laughs> Not always. But it's always good to go online and find out. True. Thank yeah. you. Hey, Danielle, what's up? So I like to bring you products that I'm obsessed with. So Bio Oil. This is like $8.99 in Target. I'm not even kidding. It is so good for everything. I had a scar that I wanted to get rid of. It is doing the job. Not only that, my cuticles on my nails get very dry in the winter. I put bio oil. My lips get all dry in the winter. I put bio oil. I'm learning this bio oil is good for everything. And like I said, eight ninety nine at Target. It's an investment worth it. Can Even, I fry chicken in yeah, it? I don't think so. Even you for try. your dry skin, like if you get a little dry skin on your face, it's amazing stuff. So bio oil, Target, not a sponsor. Exactly. So, yeah, so you're paying full price I for that. Full price. All right, here's the thing. Uh, we love the podcasts uh, that we can discover on iHeartRadio. Oh, my God, there's a new one that Webgirl Kathleen's talking about, about the Salem witches, just in time for uh, the Wayne. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Wayne. The Wayne. <laughs> That's what the cool kids call it. Yeah, the Wayne. Don't the you Wayne. get the Wayne last? Having lived in Boston for a while, Salem is such a charming, like, crazy, creepy little place where time has stopped and everyone goes to see these, like, ridiculous things. And it's funny because people are, like, celebrating where the witch trials happen. You just described Uncle Johnny's apartment. <laughs> what, 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 what are the words you used for, for Salem? You said it was uh, a... A creepy little place where time has stopped. Yes, exactly. But kind of enchanting. So, Webgirl Kathleen, yeah. I'm about to talk about, about the iHeart Podcast Awards, but before that, what is this podcast that you discovered? Oh, sorry. I'm pulling up the uh, the actual name. I sent you guys all the information. Uh, podcast. I'm P-O-D, sorry, I don't have it. Right? C-A-S-T. I know it's, it's about Salem witch trials. Yeah. Yes, it's about the Salem witch trials. It's new on iHeartRadio. And uh, oh, here's the here's the title of it. Uh, obscured, unobscured, 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 and it's all about sort of like you know truths that people didn't know about this. You know the Salem witches. I highly identify with them because if I was alive during that time, I definitely would have been pegged as <laughs> one of the witches, <laughs> like for sure, hundred percent. Right. Um, these are my people. They're my tribe. So uh, definitely, there's like three episodes, so you don't have to. You don't have a, a whole season to catch up on. It, they just released it this month. It's brand new. It's. I'm really not good. saying we should be suspicious of Web Girl Kathleen, but yeah. she does uh, commute on a broom. I do. So yeah. <laughs> But how that happens. A it's a pink broom, and you know, it's from Saks Fifth Avenue. Very nice. Let's talk about iHeart's Podcast Awards. If you go to iHeartPodcastAwards.com, you can vote in all these different categories. All right, let's tell you how we think you should vote. In the uh, best comedy podcast, Brooklyn Boys. Yes. you got to vote for our Brooklyn Boys. And you have eight, five votes per day, yeah. correct? Yep. All right. Also in the... Gosh, where's Barbara Corcoran? She's in business? She's in the business one, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Help me out with this, Frog. You have it pulled up? Under business and entrepreneurship podcast, uh, Barbara Corcoran. She has a podcast out. Love her. Also, there were a few others. Oh, not... the uh, Dan Mason podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, which category is Dan Mason um, under? Dan I didn't see that one. No, Dan, Dan Harris. Dan Harris. Dan Harris. Dan Harris. Oh, Dan Harris isn't Yeah. It? I mean, Dan Mason isn't? No, Dan Harris. <laughs> uh, okay, best health and fitness podcast. Oh, yes, 10% Happier with Dan Harris. Yep. You've got to vote for it. And don't forget Dr. Death. He's in two. Most Ooh. bingeable. And there's another category he's in. 
Also, uh, best history podcast. This is up. There's two of them that are great. Doctor Car- uh, Don Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin's hardcore history is great, but also stuff you missed in history class is great as well. So do me a favor. Go to iHeartPodcastAwards.com. Mm-hmm. At the very least, you got to vote for Brooklyn Boys under comedy. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome, Gary. Uh, all right, let's get into sound with Garrett. Hey, Garrett. Hey, good and then morning. We got to talk about young girl, big city. Yes. Yay! If you have dreams of, or if you just have recently moved out on your own, or to a big, huge city with a new career change, whatever, you can relate with Gandhi. Gandhi can relate with you. I want to hear from you. Call me at eight hundred two four two zero one hundred. Or text at 55100. All right, what do you have? All right, let's start with Jimmy Fallon last night. He did the Wheel of Impressions. This is where Jimmy does an impression, then sings a song we all know. So this is Jimmy Fallon doing Post Malone singing Itsy Bitsy Spider. The Itsy Bitsy Spider comes up the water spot. Down the rain and wash the spider out. Out came the sun and dried up all the rain. Itsy Bitsy Spider comes up the spot again. And the spider's I love him. Love you, Jimmy. I wonder if he's gone to see his uh, good friend Justin Timberlake in concert yet. Maybe Wednesday night. Maybe I'm going with him. Maybe. Uh, Normani just gave us a tease of some new music that she's working with uh, Calvin Harris. We will see both of them at our Z100 Jingle Ball uh, in just about a month or so. So this is the first song, Checklist. Sounding good. Yep. And this is also Slow Down. New music from Normani. Good to hear from her. We haven't heard from her since the song with Khalid Love Lies. So uh, last night, Danielle was talking about this from the WWE. Roman Reigns kind of broke character and was himself and announced that he is fighting leukemia for the second time. For months, maybe even a full year, I've come out here and spoke as Roman Reigns and I said a lot of things. You know, I said that I'd be here every single week. I said I'd be a fighting champion. I said I was going to be consistent, and I said I was going to be a workhorse, but that's all lies. It's a lie because the reality is my real name is Joe, and I've been living with leukemia for 11 years. And unfortunately, it's back. And because the leukemia is back, I cannot fulfill my role. I can't be that fighting champion. And I'm going to have to relinquish the Universal Championship. Wow, there you go. Yeah, and it wasn't so a storyline. This is actually real. So mm-hmm. uh, for all those things that it's just WWE, it's not the case. Uh, F, cancer. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I almost said the whole word. Okay. Would you have been able to say it, though, and get away with it? Uh, no. Nope. All right. So switching gears 100%, yes. this is a donkey that can sing opera. Oh, good. Okay. All right. That's a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, and now let's go to Portland, Oregon. There was the World Championships of Tetris. Seventeen piece drop. There's the, the lumbar. There it is. Tetris for Joseph and York. And we have a new Tetris World Champion. Sixteen-year-old Joseph Saley has done it. He oh my is goodness. your new classic Tetris World Champion, taking it away from seven-time champion Jonas Neubauer, the young kid on the block. There you go. They all have pocket protectors, but they sound awesome <laughs> as <Yes>. announcers. <laughs> I know, but Tetris, hey, what are you going to do? Whatever. You're a good American, Garrett. Thank, Thank you Garrett. so much. Garrett. Thank you. All right. Now, coming up, I want to talk about Gandhi. 
I want to talk about anyone who's had that, I want to just move out on my own and move uh, to a new, big, bright city, new job. I know you've moved to several cities. This isn't new to you. This, this is a different beast. This is a different beast. Yes. We're all a bunch of beasts that you decided to join, right, Danielle? What yes. do you think? She's more a beast. than others. <laughs> well, she's, no, she's not a beast. I love her. Thank you. I love so, him. I mean, you know what? It's got to just feel so gratifying. I mean, there is that thin line between fright and excitement. Yes. Very, very thin line. And I've had a lot of anxiety. We were talking about that earlier that I've never experienced really in my life before. Right. I'm a very calm, like relaxed person. But this move has been very different for me. So if you have any advice for Gandhi, if you want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Samantha. I do have advice because you're going to need to explore, but you're also going to need a spot of comfort. So find one, whether it be like a coffee house or a bar, find your spot. You only need one your spot for now. The rest of the time, you should be checking out everything in the area. So you have one place that's home base, and then go explore. There you go. Go out. I'm an explorer. I can do that. Find a tequila bar. Yeah. All right. We want to hear from you now. You want that to be her space? Yeah, yeah, that's her spot. I'm in. Absolutely. I think it's a great idea. If they have tacos, I'm doubling. What could go wrong? All right. uh, Okay. Advice for Gandhi, and uh, tell us your story about that move to the big city or out on your own kind of thing. 1-800-242-0100. Uh, AT&T, you know what? I've been trying to tell you, talk you into this AT&T Unlimited and More Premium plan, and people are catching on. Yeah. I got an email from, uh, or text actually, or a tweet or something from someone yesterday saying they did it and they love it. Because, you know what? Every month when you pay that uh, that th- that unlimited whatever uh, payment you make, what, what, help me, someone, they, <laughs> you pay unlimited. Your bill. Yes. Yeah. You get unlimited services unlimited, every yeah, month. Right. Thank you. You get data, text, calls, but now you get unlimited entertainment. And like Third. HBO on its own is worth it. Just the HBO. Yeah. Like, you know, it's you, amazing. You could choose HBO or Showtime with the bonuses, but also you get 30 channels of live TV. Hello. Yeah. And it's just part of your unlimited package with AT&T's unlimited and more premium plan every month. Check it out. Live TV, movies, music, streaming, and all the other stuff you use. It's unlimited every month with AT&T's unlimited and more premium plan. After 22 gigabytes per line per month, AT&T may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Video may be limited to standard definition. Content subject to change. Restrictions apply. I remember years ago when I first moved to New York City. What an experience that was. Moving to New York with this job at this radio station, Z100. All new friends. It was exciting exhilarating at the same time it was it was numbing it was it made me nervous it was great but probably looking back on that and other times in my life when i've had to make the jump and the leap like that yeah the biggest most powerful growth in my life so this is what our friend gandhi's doing danielle yeah froggy scary yes nate (laughs) roundhead (laughs) <laughs> it has been um, the craziest thing. So, first of all, in fourth grade, when I did a career day project, I you had to talk about where you would be, what you would be doing, and I said I wanted to be a radio DJ in New York City. You did? I did. In fourth grade? In fourth grade. I know. It was a really random thing, and of course, my parents were like, can you not be a doctor? Come on. <laughs> um, but that's what I picked, and then to actually be here and be living it, it's amazing. I've definitely had a lot of moments where I stop and think, is this really happening? This is dope. But on top of all that, it's really overwhelming. And there's stuff that I wasn't ready for. And I am not an alone person. I've never been someone who enjoyed alone time. I've always lived with another person until I moved to the last place that I was. And I wasn't there for that long. And I've really gotten to know myself in the process of all this and kind of figure out who I am, what I want, become my own best friend. But in the process of all of it, like I said, it's really overwhelming because now I'm doing everything on my own and I'm adulting for the first time and it's crazy. And Gandhi, you just got here. Yes. Yes. I mean, you're just beginning on this journey. Right. I know. Make sure like you do 
a little at a time. Don't do it all at once. Yes. Because you want to savor each experience, you know? Hey, I'm trying to. Danielle, so yeah. your story is different where you were born and raised here. Yeah. You've been working here uh, for... 20-something years. 23 years, Gary? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, did you ever did you ever wonder what it would be like to just totally move away from your family, to start over at least for like a year or two? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I always thought about going to England for a year because mm-hmm. my husband's from there, or maybe going to Florida for a little while, but my heart is here. I mean, my, New York, right. I am, I feel like I live and breathe New York, you know? Right. I don't, I would, I think I would miss it too much, you know? I'd go for a little while. But I watch my husband, who's away from his mom, who moved away when he was in college, and I see he that, did that. You know, and he that, was he was Gandhi. He was Gandhi, yeah. and it's amazing what he has been able to accomplish and experience here. Of course, he misses his family, but yeah. Skype is a good thing. What's up, Frog? I remember when I first moved here to South Florida. I had just gotten married. Lisa and I decided that we wanted to change, and so I moved. I had never been away from my parents before. I'd never lived further than fifteen minutes from my mom and dad. And so moving away, even though I had Lisa and our family together, it was so different being in a different place and starting over new and learning everything. Just, I mean, every single thing I was used to doing in the old place, I had to learn a new way of doing it here in South Florida. And yep. South Florida is totally different. It's exciting though, right? Right. It is. It is. I loved it. I miss but, it. I would love to do it again sometime. But think about it on your own. Yeah. And, and, oh. that's, and this is the Gandhi, the Gandhi story right now. Which, and also Laurel. Laurel, are you there? I am. All right, so you moved to Cincinnati. From I did. Like, where are you from, and, and, and did you move on your own? I did. So okay. I'm from um, Chillicothe, which mm-hmm. is like a really, really oh. small town. And so, and then Gandhi, you were in Columbus for a little bit, weren't you? I was. I know where Chillicothe is. Yep. Yes. And, yep. And I listened to you, and I'm listening to you in Cincinnati. Hey. So, yeah, so I moved from this really small town, and I lived with my family, and then all of a sudden, I got this job opportunity, and they're like, we need you to move in two weeks, and so I picked up, and I moved, and, you know, I'm not used to being in a bigger city, and, you know, I'm single, and I'm, you know, really out on my own, so I've really been able to relate to you guys, and, you know, it really is, you know, trying to learn all this new stuff. Well, is there anything? Is there anything surprising you about about what you're learning about being out on your own and, and you know you know moving to the new city and stuff? Is there anything that is not that surprising? I mean, what what are your feelings about what you've discovered so far? I really just discovered like I'm okay with being with myself. Like I thought I was going to be really sad and not be you know I'm away from my friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone. But I felt like I felt comfortable, and that's what kind of surprised me. Like everything has just fallen into place, and I feel good. And it's just, you know, it's just I've just felt really better about myself, and I honestly I feel happier. Yeah. See, that's that's, that's it. Great. I mean, you 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 really should take time every once in a while to go. Okay, I've been here by myself for you know X amount of months. I need to like stop down for a second and go. God, what is? What am I learning here? Am I getting right. tougher when it comes to this? Am I am I putting less emphasis on the need to you'll be with other people all the time? And right. I think that's awesome. Right, right. Listen, congratulations! And it's just beginning. You know, you can always go home when you want, but it's good to be yeah. out on your own. Yeah. It feels good. Thank you for listening. So I'm just saying, if you live in New York City, mm-hmm. you can still move across town of course and make your own little private zone away from your family you can always go see your family of course i think stepping out of your comfort zone is where you really do start to grow because mm-hmm. then you have to figure out oh that doesn't feel good this does feel good you know i, I have loved it here's Just, one you know. scary abby <laughs> yes abby so you moved to amsterdam 
Woo. Yeah, when I was 25, I was living in downtown Chicago working in Treasury, and my job offered me a two-year assignment overseas in Amsterdam. Now, when you got that call, did you immediately say, hell yeah, or did you had to think about it? Because that's a major, major leap. I had to think because I actually had a job offer for a company in L.A. as well. So I decided on Amsterdam. I knew zero people in L.A. and I knew zero people in Amsterdam. And I met my husband in Amsterdam who I convinced to move back to the States with me here. So it worked out. Yeah. I tell you, if you're going to do it, you know, this mm-hmm. is the time to do it. Yeah. You're, you're single. You don't have kids. Yep. You know, the, the, it's like the world is at your feet. So it. Because you might fall in love with the place and go, this is where my heart is. This is where I belong. And the you single know? aspect of it is like a whole different dynamic that is also something that's taking getting used to yeah. right. in this city. Everyone's so, got advice. So <laughs> moving all the way to Amsterdam or all the way to L.A. where you don't know anyone, it, it's just one of those things after when you're looking at it in your rearview mirror years later, you, you have to think to yourself, uh, Abby, and go, God, you know, I'm really proud. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. really proud that I chose to do that. And, uh, and it, as long as you can measure the growth that you got out of the experience – there's one of your big life experiences. Yeah. It's kind of great, right? 100%. That's my advice to Gandhi is take this experience to grow and meet as many people as possible. You never know who you're going to meet. I'm Excellent. in. I can't wait for Thank that. Thank you so much, Abby. <laughs> now, listen to this story. I love this because this is not an extremely unusual story, especially if you're listening to us in South Florida right now. Hey, Jose, how are you? Hi, good morning. Well, good morning. So, Jose moved from Cuba. It didn't speak English wow. at all back in 1980. Now, talk about a, right. oh, my God, leap of faith. Now, how did, how did you feel then, and how do you feel now? And uh, g- give it to me. It was, it was hard. I had no family, no friends. Uh, I didn't speak English. So then uh, I went shopping in the supermarket, and you buy the bread because it looks like bread. But then there were these little cans. They have pictures of meat, and there were 21 cents a can. So I bought a bunch of them. I opened it, and it smelled funky, but I ate it and made sandwiches, and I had a, a, a girl who was helping me uh, learn English, and she came home to visit me. She said, oh, my goodness, you have a puppy? I said, oh, no, no, I don't oh, have a no. puppy. And she says, oh, there's dog food. Oh, and, oh, oh no. <laughs> And I'm sure it's nutritious. And it's, yeah. it's good for my tummy. I know. Oh, <laughs> how many cans had you eaten before this happened? <laughs> it, was, it was difficult, but, you know, it's been long through the eight years. Well, I know, but look at that. Yeah, was, you know, 1980, that was, if you think about it, a long time ago. Yeah. Huh? So, Anna, was, remember yeah. when you first moved here, though, how, how anxious you were, how frightened you were? I mean... It took a lot. It took it was, a lot it was of hard. Yeah. Well, you know, you really, truly. Wow. And, and I'm telling you, Jose, that took a lot of courage. And you must be really proud of yourself. If you're not, you should think about it and you'll become proud. I am. Thank you very much. I am. And I love your show, by the way. I'm a truck driver from Wisconsin. Oh. And I listen every, every, every day. I call your show Trucking with Elvis Duran. All right, I, <laughs> I like that, Jose. We're going to get some shirts printed up. Jose, thank you so much. Thank it, you. It, it's an honor to have you listening to us. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Very nice. Let me give you one more. Let me see if she's still here. There's Kelsey. Hey, Kelsey, thanks for holding on. So where did you live before you moved to uh, Baltimore? Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Uh, <laughs> so I actually came from a very small town in the state of New York. It's not even on the map. It's called Norwich. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's sort of in Binghamton area. Okay. Um, and, like, honestly, I moved to Baltimore um, after a really big breakup. Right. So you, you moved by yourself. I did, yes. 
Yep. I literally just packed up all my my car and left. I love that. God, that sounds like it, I know it was it was really a very negative experience while you were doing it, but how great, yeah. How, yeah. how wonderful to be able to do that. Well, I loved my job where I was, and I love the people I work with, and I honestly stayed for um, this person I was with. Um, we were together for years, and then um, he had, like, medical complications, so he couldn't leave where we were. Right. So finally, when he decided I wasn't worth staying, um, I was like, you know what? I This is the time. It's now or never. I'm going to jump. I might love my job, but I'm going to jump, and I jumped. So talk about wow. it. I mean, I like, that. how afraid were you at the same time, excited? And when did you realize, uh, how long were you in Baltimore when you realized you really made the right decision? Oh, my God. I was terrified and i'm still a little terrified i'm actually shaking that i'm working that i'm talking to you guys <laughs> oh, that's so cool thank you um but uh so it, it it was very weird especially because uh the town that i worked in like my daily commute the the most trouble i would have was getting stuck behind an amish buggy yep. and now i'm in four lanes of traffic jam and i've been in this traffic jam for about 30 minutes i know but would would you oh. would you trade it to go back i mean are you doing just fine are you loving your life on your own i honestly i am um i it was probably the best decision I've ever made only because it was kind of like me cutting ties with that previous person. And now I'm mm. rediscovering who I am and it's kind of empowering to myself because it's something that I always wanted to do. And finally I'm doing it. So I'm doing it and it's, it's great. Well, there you go, Kelsey. Wow. Thank you very much. Yeah. So you feel the same as Kelsey? Like Absolutely. The, the empowerment you're getting? Very empowered. And also, like she said, terrified. Like for me, some of the biggest things that have, and the best things that have happened to me in my life came after being terrified and doing it anyway, whether it was breaking up with somebody or moving to a different city by yourself. And I'm really happy that I did it, but it's just, it's a lot to take in. And some people are sitting there saying like, oh, you, you know, she seems fearless. It's not. I am full of fear. Yeah. 100%. I've just decided that I'm going to not let it win and I'm going to do these things. So Mayha, is this you? Uh, hi, Elvis. How do you say your name? Is it Mayha? It's Mayha with an N. There you go. So wow. she moved to the U.S. from New Delhi. Hello. So uh, how long ago was that? Um, so I just celebrated my 37th birthday, and I moved when I was 17. Wow, so nice. 20 years Twenty years here. So did you move here alone, or did you have a backup plan? I did. No, I did, ha- did not have a backup plan. Um, I knew I wanted to come to the States to go to college, but I also knew that it was going to be a culture shock, and it's really expensive to move here from, in- well, anywhere, really. Mm-hmm. And um, I did a lot of research at Starting at the age of 15, took my SATs and my test of English as a foreign language and did all of that. And mom and dad said, we trust you. We trust the way we raised you. So at 17, I wow. flew here by myself. There wow. And moved to Ohio. Yep. So look at all, yeah, the, look at all the things you've learned since you got here. If you had advice for someone, anyone who was considering doing this, what would your advice be? Take the leap to believe in yourself, trust in yourself. And just you have to, you can't let fear hold you back. You have to just take the leap and put yourself out there. It's so important, especially, I mean, it doesn't matter where you're moving from. When you move out of your comfort zone, you have, you have to be the one to take that leap. You can't wait for others to come to you. And there you go. And so, <laughs> yep. I love it. See, and, the, and the, the, the truth of the matter is you don't have to move around the world or even across right. the country. You could actually move down the street. Yep. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a thing in your mind and your heart as well i mean sometimes you know distance a few blocks or miles can make right. a difference because yeah. 
you are putting a big, big, uh, some distance. It, the distance is, is larger than you think. It's right. not just a mileage distance. No. And she just said something exactly sort of that I think is really important, which is, you know, if you wait for the right time, it's never going to come. If you're waiting for that moment where, like, I feel comfortable, this right. is going to happen. No. How many times do you hear people say, well, it didn't work out because the timing was never right? The timing's never right. You just have to make it work. Take right. that leap if you can. Meha, thank you so much, and, and uh, congratulations. And congratulations, Gandhi. Thanks, guys. I love being part of this. We're so proud of you. Yes. I love you guys. All right. Danielle, what do you have going on? All right. So, uh, Get Out actually tops a list of the best horror movies of the last 20 years. It's a good one. But if you look at another list, the 50 best horror movies of all time, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre comes out on front, which is another amazing uh, movie if you've never seen it. Uh, Teens watch way more Netflix and YouTube than cable on I'm sure you probably knew that already, but that's a new, uh, I guess, a new poll that they just took. Right. I must be a teen. <laughs> and Modern Family, you know that a major character is going to die on this last season. A lot of people think it's going to be the dog. It's not the dog. They're saying it's actually a human. It will not be the dog. Oh. This is causing me anxiety Sorry. because I love every member of that cast. I can't imagine who it's going to be. You know what? It may, maybe it's not even somebody like that we see every single week. Maybe it's just somebody who pops in and out. Who knows? You never know. Who knows? Uh, last night on Dancing with the Stars, it was one of my favorite nights, Disney night. If you want to see our boy Bobby Bones and Sharna take the stage, they did The Little Mermaid. I have it for you. I tweeted it out at Danielle Monero, so go check it out. No one got eliminated. It's not that big of a spoiler, but it's Disney night, scary. You, you have to say the spoiler alert before the spoiler. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you can, it's, it's, what, scary? Oh, nothing? Okay. No, he has nothing to do. Right. Okay. Uh, Taylor Swift did something really amazing. Donated $15,500 to a fan whose mother fell into a coma. And congratulations to Drake for scoring his 12th top 10 song of the year. Thank you, Danielle. Mm-hmm. So, Cynthia Germanata. We also know her as a Lady Gaga's mom. <laughs> yeah. Mama she, Gaga. She, Mama Gaga. She's doing some <laughs> incredibly important things, of course, in the world of mental health and just being cool with you. Uh, she's coming on next. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. With Skiri and Brody. That's me. No, no, with Brody and Skiri. Right. I'm Skiri. You're Brody. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast, but it's not about Brooklyn. It's about us. We're from Brooklyn. We talk about everything. And we debate a lot of things. We don't debate. We debate everything. Stop yelling. I'm not yelling. You are. You're getting loud. No! Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. The National Radio Hall of Famer. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. This is awesome. Oh, the hugs are going around. Hey, um, <laughs> it was back in uh, 2012 that uh, Cynthia, Cynthia, <laughs> Cynthia Germanata and her daughter Lady Gaga yeah. decided to form uh, the Born This Way Foundation. And we thought it was just a great idea for a thousand different reasons. And even today, new stories are coming out of this organization. And you know what? Now more than ever, we're saying we need the Born This Way Foundation. Also, with someone to turn to, a new initiative they have going on, mm-hmm. we got to talk about it with Cynthia Germanana. Hi, Cynthia. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, you have bags. Where are you going? Are you traveling? Are you, are you arriving, or, <laughs> uh, arriving or leaving? Leaving. Well, leaving fine. from here to go to D.C. Excellent. So you've got work to do? Got work to do. Speaking at a summit. Yeah? Yeah. So, since the beginning of the the Born This Way Foundation, what was the original goal, and are you seeing progress going toward those goals? Yeah, so the original goal of Born This Way Foundation was, it was 100% my daughter's idea 
She experienced a lot of issues growing up where she was uh, mistreated and isolated and, you know, many things that young people experience. And she wanted a foundation to, I mean, to basically allow young people to have better support than she had growing up. Right. So that was really the premise of the foundation. And her goal from the inception was to create a world that's kinder and braver and inspire young people to be better equipped than she was to deal with her own struggles. It's really interesting. Our second and, conversation today with a yeah. guest about items and important topics that were swept under the rug at <laughs> one point. Totally. And we all decided if we don't make some noise, nothing's going to get done. And right. so you and your daughter decided we got to do something with this. Right. And so since then, since 2012, where are we now? And right. I mean, what, what exciting news do you have to share with us about, about moving forward? Well, we have come so far and it'll be seven years in February right. that, that we've been out. We've come so far in terms of, uh, you know, elevating the conversation around mental health, providing resources and tools to young people in their communities to be better equipped to deal with their struggles and, and building communities that are kinder and braver for young people. So the, the stigma is coming down around mental health and many other issues. So Thank it's God. a very, very exciting time. Uh, and we recently launched uh, a program that will it'll help normalize the conversation around mental health start healthy conversations, and it's called Hashtag Someone to Turn To. And Stephanie really has this idea that everybody should know who their mental health team is. I mean, if we're sick physically, mm -hmm. you know who to turn to. You know you know who your physician is. Uh, you, know, you know who your other doctors are in time of need. And mental health should be as easy and as commonplace um, for that. So someone to turn to is to identify someone in your life uh, that is your rock, that is your research source that you can open up to for to talk about your mental health issues. Well, I have no one in this room to look outside this room to find my rock. Well, yeah. You know how many times you would be maybe afraid to bring it up to somebody and then you finally do and you say, yeah, you know, I'm going through some stuff and they go, oh, my gosh, so am I. And yeah. you're amazed at how many people yeah. around you are going through the same thing. I think it helps open up that conversation when you tell your own story. Yeah. And that that's the power of this, is identifying that person and then sharing it with us on social media. Yeah. So we're, we're very, very excited about this. And, you know, I know, and we're modeling it ourselves at the foundation. My someone to turn to is my sister. You know, she's always there for me. I might get a text from her on any given day that's, just, you know, how's your day going? Uh, is there anything that I can do for you? And, you know, with young people in particular, it really helps to know who that person is. Uh, we found through our research that young people more often will talk to a peer even more than their parents. Right. Oh, yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, it's, so think about it. Who is your go-to person? If right now you're asking yourself that question and you cannot immediately form a name, then this is something you need to work on. And keep in mind the person you may talk to and say, hey, I need for you to be my go-to person. They may be looking for one, too. So yeah. there's an interesting bond there. For Let me sure. ask you this, though. As a mother, uh, Cynthia, your daughter, Stephanie, of course we call her the Gaga. <laughs> the Gaga? We love her. We, Gaga. As a mother, and, and Danielle, as a mother, mm -hmm. when you when you have kids who are going through what Stephanie went through and what your, your kids could potentially go through, yeah. I mean, that puts you at a space where you, you may sometimes feel a little helpless, like... The world's much bigger than anything I yeah. can do for my, well, my my kids sometimes. My little one who's nine, he gets anxieties a lot. And I see a lot of the things that I have felt over the years in him. And I think, gosh, you know, when I was his age, I wish somebody had, 
known to maybe have me talk to somebody. So I actually did that. I said, like, you know what? You're going to talk to somebody now, and you're going to we're going to try to put this, you know, maybe help you out now, so that when you get older, it doesn't get worse and progress. And um, you know, because when we were little, you didn't have that. No. no, it was like you said, swept under the rug. And nowadays, they're saying his therapist actually said more kids nowadays have anxiety because of the way the world is. And the sooner you see it, and the sooner you get help and you talk about it, the the more chances you are to to just be able to deal with it better. Yeah, but so, you're a great mom to do that. I mean, we don't always as parents talk to young people about our own stresses yeah which i think is an issue well, you know, i never we, thought my parents had stresses well because, right, right. Was, we want to appear so strong oh, exactly. and, yeah it's true i mean but, but it's I, more damaging i think to them because they think that they should be as strong as we are right. and you know it's it's kind of these intergenerational differences also my right. mother didn't re- you know it was kind of like well suck it up right. and you know snap out of it mm-hmm. and that's not the way that it works pull yourself there's, together pull yourself well, together that's, that's but but there's <laughs> so many out, stresses yeah. on young people yeah. today right and that, it's so much easier to, to shake someone to say Pull yourself yeah. together. Pull yourself, yeah. Right. Well, and also it works two ways because, you know, I'm I'm at an age when some people younger than me actually are at an age where their mom and dad, their parents are going through a, a, a part of their lives where they are f- seeing anxiety yep. creep up yeah. and take advantage of, not take advantage, but, but or do it. Sort of take over. Head. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, always being on the lookout for everyone in your life to see, hey, wait a minute, let me sit here and observe what they're saying and what they're what they're doing. I may see that they may need just a friend uh-huh. right now. It's so important to kind of get out of your space and get into someone else's space just to be there just in case. So much so. You know, and I don't know about you, but I I didn't always get it right, certainly, as a parent. And one thing I I really missed was, like, what's the difference between just normal childhood or teenage behavior and a real issue, a real psychological problem? And I didn't really understand all the warning signs, and that's something we try to convey uh, in our work now yeah. is providing resource tools, and we do that through uh, someone to turn to, resource kits as to what are those differences, how do you get started, having that healthy conversation. And a lot of times, don't like I know parents will say, oh, it's normal. You're getting bullied in school or you're getting right. picked on, that's normal. Yeah, Scary's but, um, parents told him to snap out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or, they said, suck it up. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or you'll grow out of it. Sometimes that doesn't happen, and sometimes you need to address it and you need to take care of it because it affects Different kids, different ways, and different people, different ways. Well, and not only that, in Stephanie's case, it never really stopped. It followed her from, you know, middle school to high school to college and left a very lasting impression. I mean, she developed anxiety, depression. Um, I'm so I'm assuming still experiencing some of these things today. I mean, as we all are, it's in, in it some hasn't fashion. gone away. Yeah. I mean, I think there are you know trauma responses that get created from something yeah. like that for oh, a wow. young person who doesn't really know any better and just wants to be liked. Yeah. You know, Cynthia, I got to tell you. By the way, Cynthia Germanata is here. She's the president and co-founder of the Born This Way Foundation. By the way, when Born This Way came out, I started dancing and crying. Yeah. Like an old gay guy. Here we go. I wish it was that when I was a kid. I need I needed Lady Gaga to give me that song when I was a kid. I tell this story on the air a lot. I, I'll, I'll bring it up again. When my dad was close to 90 years old and he was about to pass away, he told me, he said, there's never a point in your life where you're no longer scared. There's never a point in your life, no matter at how old you are. And he said, I'm 90 years old, and I still get worried about things. I still get anxious about things. So some people you may consider your rock, you know, they, they have these feelings as well. Yeah. So it's just great to acknowledge that we all are capable of doing great things. At the same time, be a little anxious, yeah. you know. And, but he was so brave to say that. Well, that's what that's- I thought. 
Absolutely. He, had, he was like, I have nothing to lose, so let me just lay it out for you. I said, why didn't you tell me that when you were younger, like 85? <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times, too, you know, people are very focused on this person looks sad or this person looks anxious. But you need to check on your strong friends, too, because they're the ones who are least likely to right. say something. And I mean, for me personally, it took me until about two years ago to just be able to say to someone, I'm sad. I would never say it and never do it. Finally saying it has been so freeing and feels so good. And I wish I would have done that a long time ago. So I think it's important to check on them, too. Yeah, absolutely. Good for you. Well, thanks. So I, I, how can we get, first of all, it, it, more involved with, with, with being more active in our family and friends' lives it, on, on a very simple level? A very, you know, I don't want to scare them off, but I want to let them know I'm here for them. And all the way to, like, what are the big things that we can do to make differences these days from your point of view? Well, I, I mean, I think the simple things are starting that conversation, because it, Give me an example of how to do that, in your opinion. Well, listening and understanding. So I would say to you, Elvis, how are you feeling today? Oh, you want me to answer? Yeah. I'm feeling a little tired. We were up late for Justin Timberlake's concert. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I'm feeling really great today. You know what? Life has been sort of rocky for all of us on this show. Recently, we lost a very dear friend. He, he took his life about a, a little over a week ago, and we've been coping with it. But at the same time, I'm starting to see that we're bonding in a way I never expected because we're getting through this. But how am I doing? Doing great. Think, well, how, well Cynthia, how are you doing today? But just that conversation, I would not have known that you lost a friend. But see, I felt the need to tell you that. Isn't that weird? But I hope that I created a safe space that allowed you to do that. You did. And... You know, I wouldn't have known that. So I have a better appreciation for what you're going through. Uh, and I know that so many people around the world are going through that. I mean, eight, we lose 800,000 people a year to death by suicide. Wow. One in four people experiences a mental health issue. And it's the second leading cause of death among young people ages 15 to 29. So These numbers are way too big. They're way too big. It's a very, very serious issue. And... Just that, you know, I'm sitting two feet from you and you have someone in your life that you lost to suicide. So I thank you for sharing that with me and I'm sorry for your loss. But you know what? And thank you for that. But Cynthia, for people who are the rocks, like you are being our big rock right now. And, and this is something that Gandhi was saying too, you know, our rocks need to be checked on too. So as profound as this may sound, Check your friend's rocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> can I say that? Yeah. You can say that. Yeah. And uh, tell me what's next for the Born This Way Foundation, especially as you're launching new initiatives like the hashtag someone to turn to initiative. What's next? And what can we do to observe and, and participate and help out? There's a couple things that are next. Uh, one is more broadly working on global mental health and really making it a priority on the global stage. Um, it's the least funded area in terms of global aid, and yet it's, it's so prevalent. So we're spending a lot more time um, on that. And secondly, we will be doing something very exciting with Stephanie's Vegas residency, and we will be setting up in the Vegas community the whole time that she is there and really hoping to make a difference in that community wow. with pop-up events, with um, you know various uh, events around kindness and bravery and mental health and 
it's we're so so excited about it well we so appreciate cynthia everything you and everyone at uh, born this way foundation is just working hard and got you flying to washington dc to talk to people that need to be yep. talked to obviously yeah. uh we would like to make a contribution of ten thousand dollars to the born this way foundation wow and thank we, you so much that's and, very generous but even more important than that i want everyone listening to go online do the google for born this way foundation learn about what they're doing and and th- there's information on their site i saw that can just help you immediately yeah. start to find out answers to questions you may have about anything and everything. And um, please sign up for hashtag someone to turn to. You can do it on our site, bornthisway.foundation, through the end of October. And one lucky winner will get some goodies from Born This Way and a call from me to have a nice conversation. Excellent. That's awesome. yeah. You're going to have a rock give you a call. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, hashtag someone to turn to. There's no TOs. It's all the numbers two. So it's someone <laughs> to turn to. Yeah. So check it out. Cynthia, thanks for coming in today. Thank you for having me. Tell Gaga we said hi. I will. She sends her love. Love her very much. (laughs) Cynthia Germanata from uh, Born This Way Foundation. Thanks for coming in today. (laughs) That's my opinion. I'm just some a-hole that doesn't know what he's talking about. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, are you curious, based on your genetics, how your DNA affects your weight, your sleep, your caffeine intake, and your sense of taste? You can find out. Order your health and ancestry kit at 23andMe.com slash Elvis. That's 23andMe.com slash Elvis. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tab. All right, Garrett. All right. right. What do you have going on today? You have have a weird smirk on your face. I I know. I feel bad for everyone uh, about to hear this because you might look at me a little differently after this. Okay, good. Uh, Mia wants to phone tap her boyfriend, Joe. So Mia's a dog walker around town, and they get all sorts of calls and requests for people to walk dogs. So I'm going to call looking for Mia to use her dog walking services. What could go wrong with that? All right, let's see what happens in Garrett's phone tap. Hello, hello, sir. Uh, I was just looking to uh, use Mia's services. Yeah, this is Joe. What's up? She's a dog walker, correct? Yeah, she's a dog walker. What's going on? I was looking for her to come over my house around like 8, 9 o'clock. I get home from work around that time. And does she have her own dog leash or? She has a dog leash, but don't you have a dog in a leash? Well, no, I don't. I don't have a dog. Uh, I think this is where we're getting confused. I'm looking for her to come over and walk me around my house with a dog collar on my neck what? while I'm naked. You want my girlfriend to come by your house and walk you around your apartment naked? That's what I understand right now. I well, yes. I'm sorry, sir. I'm, uh, I've never I've never spoken to a, a, a pimp before. A what? Do I have to pick her up, or do you send uh, a car over, or... Uh, this is not a girl. I am not a pimp. This is not a hooker, a stripper, or nothing like that. So get your weird fantasies out at, like, the park, like a normal hobo, or whatever it is that you do with your weird-ass lifestyle. I don't give a Do not get it incorporated with my girlfriend. You chick pervert. I don't know what the hell you You're the kind of Sir, I'm just I'm just looking for her to come over and check in on me. She doesn't need to actually like stay there or whatever. I and, wouldn't uh, hope everybody in this family gets some kind of weird ass disease. You people just make me shit. Not looking for anything sexual. Just make sure I go to the bathroom on the pee pad and rub some dog food on my chest. Um, and Why then. Why would you even get this kind of weird shit, mom? Like that's what a dog does. It, well, that's want, what I'm looking you, for. You want to be a dog? Go get a dog and act like the dog. Hang out with the dog. I don't even know how we got that kind of weird ass concept. I'll sure. Call here again. 
I'm going to calm down. You have to take the dog collar and choke you. Yes, finally. All right, great. I'm into this. All right, uh, what time can you come by? Nighttime, daytime? I'm, I'm down for this. I'm not coming to play with you. I'm coming to hurt you. Yes, 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 yes. All right, um, let's roll with this. Do you come alone? Do you bring anything? Should I have a dog ball? What do you need from me? You need to make reservations at a hospital. This isn't going to be fun. I love the pain. All right, great. Don't f- again. Hey. I think I might have uh, lost connection. We didn't get disconnected. I hung up on you. What is not registering not to call here? Understand? Don't call, weirdo. Can you just say, uh, bad boy, Max? I'm not going to call you Max. All right, can you treat me like a schnauzer at least? I mean, I'm a fan of the schnauzer family, and I just want to be treated like the dog named Max, who's a schnauzer. I'm not calling you a schnauzer. I'm not calling you Max, you weird. I'm going to put you in a dog hospital. That's it. Stop calling here. Nick, come here. Call the cop, and then go eat on him. You better know someone with a funeral parlor. My name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped by your girlfriend. <laughs> Are you serious right now? <laughs> really? This is what you do, me? Oh my god, I'm gonna be my fans. Oh god. The Elvis Duran phone tab. Have an idea for a phone tab? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tab tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tab was pre recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tab only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Well, 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 well. What a day, huh? Yeah. Hey, so uh, now that you're moving into your, your new apartment, uh-huh. Gandhi, yes. are you going to cut the cord? I think with the AT&T Unlimited More plan, yeah, because they have every channel I want plus HBO Go, which is my go-to. Look, you know, this is what's so cool about your Unlimited plan you get from AT&T with the new AT&T Unlimited and More Premium plan. You get 30 channels of live TV. Why do I need cable? Choose your HBO or your Showtime. And plus, you know what? When you're connected with the wire or you, the cord. <laughs> and guess what else? What? You, I mean, you can't go anywhere and watch TV no. as long as you have your AT&T phone. She's going to have to get a license, a new driver's license living in New York. So she's going to be sitting at that DMV for a long time. Yeah. Need, can, yep. You'll need some unlimited <laughs> live TV at the DMV. Good luck. I will rewatch Game of Thrones. So check it out. AT&T's unlimited and more premium plan. It's 30 channels of live TV plus one of seven entertainment bonuses like HBO and Showtime. All the entertainment you can eat on one phone. After 22 <laughs> gigabytes per line per month, AT&T may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Video may be limited to standard definition. Content subject to change. Restrictions apply.